They never said the Sykes podcast was too much. Who knows more about music than us? The Sykes is a black podcast playing all genres with a sprinkle pop culture and a shit ton of food. If you're not from DC, you probably don't know what size you And it's from Yellowshirt. Welcome to the side. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I'll be tired of laughing at you. Shout out to the own hive and own hive only. Anywho, uh, first we should announce we have a special guest. Yes, before the game even starts. Um, very excited to have. So it's February, y'all. It's still Black History Month. And so we were like, who knows black music from a historical perspective because the people don't be knowing. At all. It's a it's an issue. The young people today at work, they didn't know who Angela Bassett was. That doesn't make any sense. What do you mean? She's not black history. She's still out. They were like, who? Because we were doing this out. I'll, I'll explain later, but we were doing this game. They didn't know who that was. They didn't know who Teddy Pendergrass was. It was very alarming. So, I was like, it's very important that we have somebody that really be in the archive, really knows black music. And so, we have today, on today, on today. Eric B, <laughs> a.k.a. E.B. for Prez. Boop, 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 boop. Um, so, we met because you came to trivia randomly. I randomly came to trivia. And then I found out that you know everything about black music that ever existed post-1990. I like, think it was his like you know everything, but you really can like speak to like eighties, seventies, sixties, fifties. Yeah, that's Black era. music, that's not shit. even just R and B, like black music in general. Like for you to be twenty one. <laughs> See, that's right. The people be trying you, to play. You really are like a treasure trove of like knowledge about those genres, those eras of music, and so yeah. it was very pertinent that we had you on here. You also have a website. I do. EBforprez.com. Um. So yeah, we just wanted to introduce and then we could play a game. Okay, so y'all know Song Association. Y'all be watching that boy. What's his name? Terrell. Terrell Rice. Um, Everybody does the Song Association too because L.com did it. Like, oh yeah, they do. It's something that the singing community is thriving with. That's true. I'm not mad. Um, okay, so my first one is Collard Greens. I know the, I know a song, but I don't know the words to it. Like I don't know how it goes. Oh, cool breakfish and collard greens. Hey, <laughs> Ann Hamilton. All right, your turn. Um, that was a terrible rendition of that song. Cornbread. It's that uh that Fantasia song. Yes. The 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 one that uh Tina Marie remember before Tina Marie died, and she um tweeted like, "Who is this child ruining Smokey Robinson's song?" Ooh. It was the funniest thing. That's but Tina Marie tweeted that. And then she died. See that damn picture fell on her head, and everything <laughs> fell apart. Let me tell you, that's, oh. that's why I don't have no picture hanging above my bed. I do though. And I, I was think scared. about it all the time. I was in one. So what I did was, that. what I did was, I had <laughs> just I used tape to hang this little board over my bed, and it fell on my head one day. It's literally just like a board photo, y'all. I thought it was about to be my time. I was, I'm going out like my fave. <laughs> <laughs> I'm going out like my face. I thought about putting some shelves up, uh, like on top of my headboard, and I was just like, nope, I don't want to go to God. Not just yet. Uh, Not yeah. just yet. <laughs> the song you're talking about is It's Better Than Your Mama. Yes. I never listened corn to the song, greens. only the intro. Collard greens and cornbread. Yeah. That's a good song, but it I is. think that that's my favorite Fantasia album. That was, was on her second or that third? That was the third. That's the one that has the song with Teach Me. Oh, I want to love you. <laughs> I love that song. Is that that's that's the, is on the, the side yeah. effect to you? No, it's no. back to me. Back, back to me. me. Yeah. Back to me. Come side on, effect to you is my second favorite. 
Okay, who next? Oh, that was both your words? No, was, oh, no, one word so, was collard greens. Oh, okay, I could go next. My first word is star. You're my star. I mean, that would have been mine. Uh, um, <laughs> I mean, seven oh two. Uh, oh, um, you are my starship. Hey, don't take me on tonight. tonight. Hey. This is the crazy. Yeah. And, and don't be late. Yes, you are. Come on, sing. Get singers <laughs> on this show. I was gonna do. Um, even though it's my word. <laughs> Spotlight. Big stage, fifty. You don't know that song? What's that? It, this goes out to you. Keep you, singing it. My number one superstar. Oh, superstar. oh! <laughs> yeah. Hit music. I was also thinking, um, so star. Oh, you, Carol. Oh, Where is she at, man? So Don't be afraid to let your light shine on the world. We get music so much world. on this show. Well, that was Carol Riddy going off that as you Carol. called out. Okay, next. Go ahead, Eric. <laughs> All right. Um, personal. Personal. Okay, the easy one is going to be mine because I'm not going to say that. It is, but now I can't think of nothing um, else. Y'all going to count me out. Oh, I got it. Don't take it personal, personal, personal. <laughs> uh, don't take it personal, personal. Bakalani. Yeah, that's your shit too. Is. Is. I know that it hurts to know, hurts to know, hurts to know. I wonder. Sorry. Mm. Go ahead, personal. I'm going to just do Monica. Don't take it. Because I can't think of nothing else. Just one of them days. I had one of them when days the Come on, resonate with 14 year old Monica. <laughs> Monica was already an aunt at a she young was age. Our period, yes? Oh, I don't know. Oh, well. When I want to be all alone. Oh, shit, she might have been. I think that's what it was. I thought it was that type of song. It might have been. I mean, it makes sense. <laughs> what song were you thinking of when you wrote that down? Jermaine Jackson. Don't take it personal. I was not I that. <laughs> like, don't take it personal. That was a hit. What? I don't know Jermaine's archive. Jermaine. But you did a you did an article on Jermaine or a thread on Jermaine. I loved Jermaine. That is so interesting to it's me. It, I love Yeah, loved. Get that loved. <laughs> was it the hair that it it was just the whole Was it Jermaine? Michael drove that man crazy. He just drove that man crazy. So yeah. he, you know. After that he was just like, Well fuck it. Everybody else crazy, I'm gonna be crazy too. Wow. He was the one that had the only one that had black kids too, wasn't he? Three T and them? Uh-huh. They yeah. mom black. I'm into it. Yep, he's trying to keep the Black Jackson line alive, but... Well, you know, you have to, because at this point... <laughs> you, know what I'm, you know what I'm gonna say. I mean, it ain't... Chris Kardashian got more black grandbabies <laughs> than all of them. Catherine and all the rest. Yeah, Diana Ross. Diana, Diana Ross. got one, right? Diana got one. Rhonda's son. Look just like Barry like Gory. Oh my God, dude. Is is Rhonda the one that was on the phone at the Grammys? Yes. yes. Oh yeah. She, she Mama was had a call. <laughs> or calling the cops. One or the other. 
one or the fucking <laughs> other. Fucking I love Jennifer. Rhonda. I, she's my favorite. She's, she's my hilarious. favorite. I remember when she guest star on Girlfriends. Everybody was like, oh, her sister. And I was just like, that's the one that y'all need to watch out for. And Mama Rhonda. was on that phone. She didn't have time for them performances. Rhonda was a beast in the <laughs> in 90s. <laughs> in the 90s, Rhonda was on... Um, Another world, a soap opera, because I used to watch really? the soap every damn day. And Rhonda was killing it, and that then one day she just disappeared. Nine, so, I was well, now she she um she a, a jazz. She do the whole. Sh- okay, well, my son- <laughs> <laughs> my next word is smoke slash smoking. What you <laughs> smoking cigarettes tonight? You got me nervous and trembling. Ooh, sing, tweet. Uh-huh. Your turn. Smoking on. Hey. hey. <laughs> Blackest podcast. I mean, that's the first thing. <laughs> you said smoking. I was like, oh, I got that. This is that was the first class. like down southy, non east coasty song that I heard when I got to Clark, and they had played it in like one of our like it was an early orientation. They were just trying to like play music while we were like as everybody was filing in, and that song came on, and all the kids from the Midwest and the South started going crazy, and the East Coast kids was like, um, what's this? <laughs> <laughs> what is y'all doing? It's weird. Mm. They would be over. We was definitely over it. And I love that song though. And now, whenever it's played, it's like a party immediately over so Yeah, uh-huh. you don't hear it no more. Don't. No, it's not something the DJs pull out. I also wanted to throw into the mix "Smoking Room" by Shaka Khan and Rufus. I love that song so much. Okay, next. My second word is shot. It's ten seconds on the clock. <laughs> shot. Said shot. Shot. Uh 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 uh. Damn, it's the Rihanna song. Um. I mean, I know, I know. I know. LMA got a song called Shot Clock, but yeah. I don't know the song. It's fine. <laughs> wait, don't wait. Day for the six got that. It's only one shot. You mean Danny K? Danny K. Yeah. One shot. Something. 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 Um, I hate that song. Same group. What? Day, day 26 and Death? All right, the same thing. There's more singers in Day 26 than it was in that. Now, that's a fact. <laughs> Ooh. People said, Willie. That's this kind of show. We telling the truth. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Now I know where I'm at. I don't know how to lie. Now I know where I'm at. Okay. Ooh. Y'all are missing a very important song. Shot? Mm-hmm. Who shot I it? want a real shot. Hey, diggy, diggy. That wasn't it. Then go on. No. Shot? One shot to your heart. Oh, without breaking the skin. Oh, no one has the power to hurt no, you that like your friend. Voyage to India album. Baby. Listen. Can we do a whole episode she on India Ari? The Neo Soul Vocal Bible. People she really don't give Indiari her no, due. No, no, no. And it's like, her, her Christmas album is better than most. Her new song is better than most. Wait, with the video her with Fine Ass, what's really his name? The dude good. that was in Napoli Ever After. Oh. What's about like the heat of main guy? I see it. Oh, one, I know you're talking about. He, I don't know his, was, I don't know his name. He Noel played the rich me. guy and she's got a habit. Yes. Yeah, 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 yeah. I was like, look at Indy giving a little sexy rolling around in the beach. You talking about magic? Huh? Magic. Yes, magic. A, yeah. I didn't know there was a video. There's a video. Oh, sorry. No, you good. And she looked beautiful. Yeah, she looked She's giving sexy. She got lingerie on. 
It's and, very different for Envy. Envy Irene is a new girl. Was her she, mom still designing all her stuff? Probably. Yeah. What's her name? Simpson? Samson? Delilah? Something like that. Not Samson. Her, her mom's name was something Simpson. Simpson. Yeah, her mom still do her garments, but she had none of her mom's frocks on in that video. Samson could be a cute girl name. Could. I thought she was going to go write it down. Let me put it Okay. Yes, sir. Oh, um, building. Ooh, don't be naming no bitch. After me. Come on, baby. Shout out to Jim Tonic. Jean Michel. Oh French God. Bay. Oh, my God. No, because his, his, his uh, display name on Twitter is AD2000 because he loves Erica. Oh, okay. And that's like his face. So shout out to him. Hey, boo. Jean Marshall. Enough. Enough. <laughs> that's my song. Um, I was going to say, building a ladder of love to you, hey. and I hope that love you build one too. Oh, Me neither. Hiatus Coyote. Oh, go on. And then we fly away. Oh. I couldn't sing none of their songs, but they're a great group. Yeah, I like that sound. Um, Mama beat cancer, so <laughs> I just want to uplift that situation. <sighs> Boy. Was that the that end of the song? That was cute. Yes, it was. It's that was so fun. Game. We played this, this game at work today called Six Degrees, where you pick two names, two celebrity names off the head. I love doing that. I want to do my, it all the time now. So it's we're going to do it next episode. It's my favorite thing to do. We were hey, really making it make sense. Board. It's my favorite We were making it make thing. sense. I'll dish after we record. Okay, cool. I love games. <laughs> yay games. But not yay games. what's not a game is the way people are leaving this earth. Oh, my God. Oh, y'all. Never forgotten. Oh, my God. First of all, we were talking about the stories. Christoph St. John. Yeah, yeah. Again, that was Channel 9 stories, and my mom had me as an ABC kid, but... Mm. I know exactly who you're talking about. Like him and what's her name? Um, Victoria. Victoria Rowell. Yeah. Rowell. They was black love personified. Oh, no, for real, yeah. For sure. And then Shamar Moore. And who was he with on that show? Shamar Moore had a, it, was it Tanya Watkins? Yeah. Shamar Moore keep a check. Do. Always have. Historically. And gonna keep it. But, <laughs> and will. Look. But yes, R.I.P. to Christoph. Was it Christoph St. John? John. Yeah. Um, but what I read, y'all, was that his son had committed suicide in 2014, yeah, and he so he, he never was able to really deal with that. Yeah, that's sad. That's crazy. You don't hear much about soap opera actors either because they like come on TV all the time. It's not they don't do like big films or anything like that. Mm-hmm. But they be paid. Hey, hey, oh, paid. Oh, they stay paid. Because it's the best salary, gig in the world. So like they don't have to wait for a big movie check or a big budget film to come under them. It's basically. They gonna get paid every day regardless. Mm-hmm. Making bank. So. And even when him and Victoria weren't on the show for a while, and then they came, remember they had that comeback, mm-hmm. and the ratings was going crazy. They were so happy to have Drew Silla and them back. I was happy to see black people on TV. Yeah. <laughs> Not no. Still going on I today. Know. Did yeah. y'all watch Boomerang? No. How was it? I Boomerang was it, a but cute I didn't show. Watch it. It was I'm, a cute I'm scared show. to watch it. I was scared to watch it at first, just because. I want to have a sit down with everybody at BET Corporate and just talk to them about programming and their true consumer. But <laughs> so you want so what you're saying is you want to be the only black person in the room. <laughs> I just want to be in the room. But you said I a word. I mean, I, I mean, want to turn it. I mean, <laughs> but no. I, so there's a significant difference between 
BET when it was headquartered in DC and BET oh, once they moved so, to New York. Yeah. And just DC, I feel like I don't know what we were doing, but it was a very different network. Well, because Bob Johnson was not playing with them people. It just was so many more things that you could tap into from a media standpoint yeah. about BET that, that lack right now. So I was terrified because everything that I like about BET gets canceled immediately or it's <laughs> issues behind the scenes and then it's no more shows. But Boomerang was good. I'm going to keep watching it. I'm happy. And I I'm got like it. friends that's on there, so I'm going to support. I'm, I'm going to watch. It's, it's on I think that y'all would like it. And Stephanie don't like nothing, so <laughs> I think that you would like it. Anyways, back to the RIP. Also, very sad, James Ingram. Oh my God. Mm. The best verse on Secret Garden, in my opinion. In the world's opinion, it should be. Also, where's Patty Austin? I had, has she released a statement? I've been, her Instagram has not been updated in two years. I, I was Patty like, was sick of, for a while or something. Really? I don't know. I don't know. Maybe not. Because I was like, where is Patty Austin? I need a, I need a something, a word from her. But then I saw that apparently Debbie Allen is calling James Ingram her best friend. Yeah, I saw yeah, that she on Twitter. She was lie. like, this is my best friend. They was probably fucking... Oh my god! I didn't want to say it. I mean, that's what it gives. You know when new people pop up on your Instagram feed and you know both of them separately and they start being friends out the blue, sex is involved. No, she said she was making like they've been friends for decades and centuries. Well, she had the pictures to back it up, so receipts. Not no. But okay, so what's some of your fave James Ingram songs? Oh, um, a hundred ways. Yes. Oh, one hundred ways. There's a video of him and Deborah Cox singing it together. On Motown Live? I watch it all the time. <laughs> all the time. This is the old head episode. All the time. <laughs> Thank Debbie. Y'all know how I feel about Debbie Cox. Yo, that's the like... The Princess of Pride. That is... The, the Princess of Pride. Can you hand me that, um, that bottle? Because... You gonna hit her on the head with it? Because that's what she No, I'm the Princess of Pride. Listen, uh, Pride don't happen without her and CC Penniston in the room. Her and CC Penniston and Martha Wash. And Martha Wash. Oh my let me, God! Name them. Let me tell you something. If something happened to the gays, and Tank now. they gone. They, and Tank now. <laughs> Y'all should see the faces that we are making on this damn cast. Deborah Cox working with Rico Love for something soon. Interesting. I'm into it because he got a song out with Tisha Moses that slapped. Oh. Yep. His new his new project wasn't bad. Nice. Hashtag to me. Uh, <laughs> you know, everybody um, I feel like I love just once. That's my shit. He sings that. Yeah. But also his verse on Secret Garden. I mean, I know a melody. We sing together. Listen, I've got the secret key to you, baby. That tone was every. Listen, Barry White didn't do nothing but talk. Take good care of you. We need a song like that. That's what a man is supposed to do. And I'll be there for you all the time. I don't want to go on a tangent. So. Let y'all oh, hair down. When, hair down. Real quick, when I went to go see Tony V. Braxton with SWV and Babyface. Did Barry White remind you of Tony Braxton? No, because <laughs> no, because no, we talked about Secret Garden. Babyface Baby brought L. The Barge out. Was he clean? Yes, and he looked great. <laughs> I was and, just about to and, say. And he had Ellsworth singing background for the rest of the show. But then, like, when he was doing, like, when... So, at Babyface concerts, he, um... 
He had baby, baby face. What y'all miss just now is her sliding me her glass so I could pull up. I hate everybody. Because I'm not going. I'm watching my, my, my Huntsville. Anyway, so, um, so at Babyface concerts, because I've been to like four in the last like two years. It's a lot. Leave me alone. Uh, he does all his hits that he ever wrote. But he always, because I've seen him so many times, he changes out. He has so many songs he's written. Yeah, right. He changes out. Anyway, so some of them, he would just have, like, yeah, come on, L. And then L would just fuck it up. Like, just go. Edward was going off that whole concert. He looked good. I'm glad he's looking better because when I'm going to try to find the receipts. I just want to, I'm going to put this, I'm, I'm going to keep putting it out there. Babyface and Raphael Sadiq need to go on tour together. Ooh. Like, co-headline a tour. And not only can they do, like, all of their shit, but everybody they can do everybody, everybody else that they written and produced yep. for. And then every city they go to, if somebody is going to be in the city, can be a guest and come yep. on. Bring like, out D'Angelo and do be here for me. You, you should, should be, be you should be with me, baby. I know. Boy, you know you drive me crazy. I just want to drive you crazy. Sing. A song. Full of the fact that the second one. All right, Black History Month. It's Black right. History, it's Black History, History Month. Month. You got to keep it in your spirit. We used to sing that at school. Let's make music. Harmonizing ecstasy. Oh, come on, come on, come on, come on. Sing it to me. Here Whoa. in the garden. Y'all better go off in here. <laughs> Y'all... Elder Barge and all the rest. They was not playing with the people on that not song. Not Elder Barge and all the rest. Well, speaking James. of the, the dearly departed, they tried to count out your favorite bitch, but Sierra's back. Wait, what? What? Uh, Miley Cyrus say they tried to kill me. And she's like, they tried to take out your famous, your favorite bitch. Country <laughs> out. But she's back. Sierra, Princess Harris Wilson. Dropped a new song. What's it called? The greatest greatest love. love. And it is the greatest love I've ever seen. <laughs> First of all, in the video, she looks amazing. Better than everybody. She's in a song. Body is on 10 million. I love that to the Wilson family, her and Russell, <laughs> that in the words of Pastor Gray, walking in the ways of a wife means busting it open and wearing thongs. I love it. I'm not mad. I love that he's okay with her being sexual. You know how I feel. Because husbands him. don't give that. That's because you be watching them shows. No, I know people that's married and they don't like their wives to look slutty. They don't even marry girls that dress slutty. I think it's different. They don't even marry girls that wear 30 inch bundles. <laughs> Every girl, the girls that be married don't be sexy. Are we kidding? Have you seen them? Oh. I don't. So marriage is not a part of my. Expo page. So I don't if you know. be at homecoming, all the girls from my school that's married, I don't be paying attention. Like ninety, <laughs> like ninety some percent look like aunts, and it's no shade. Not no. So what I'm saying is, I love that Sierra is still like herself, even though she's a wife and mom. Because I'm concerned, I don't want to be like lame when I become a wife. Like and keep mom. your identity once yeah. you yeah. marry somebody else, not take on. So I want to be able to be. I want to be in a music video in a thong with 30-inch bundles. Like, that's what I want to do with a wife and mom. <laughs> Sierra ain't never looked bad, though. Like In her life. So, ever. there's that. I told you she debuted that new nose in the Never Ever video, and it was model pretty since then. I don't have a qualm. Not a new nose. You stay clocking people's surgical enhancements. <laughs> I am an avid watcher of Botched, and I feel like... <laughs> 
<laughs> when it's done right, it's done right. It's a good though. Fillers sit well. It's a lot of people that's not done right. Beyonce's breast augment, one of the greatest in the industry. You think she got her boobs done? She she got a lift and a separate. For you sure. Think so? And she got it before the first baby. That's not new surgery. I fucking give tape. Because, yeah. you know, Kim Kardashian loves tape. Yeah, but Kim Kardashian needs tape. Oh. That was a read. No, it wasn't. <laughs> it should have been. I'm a fan of the, of the Dashians. So, <laughs> I'm probably the only fan, but. Only fans. Only fans. <laughs> <laughs> Enough. Okay, this is a very aside, but my Instagram crush is this, like, He's black, but he's like he lives in Berlin and he's like a porn star, but he does like hipstery porn. He's bi, he's beautiful. He, and I saw the other day he has an OnlyFans page, and I wanted to click on it so bad, but I was like, I'm also not giving this boy. I was gonna money. say you about to pay seven ninety nine or however much it is. Oh, I'm not doing that. I'm just gonna stare at his pictures on Instagram, and that's gonna be enough. All that <laughs> shit is Twitter, or Tumblr, anyway. Oh, <laughs> I would never be paying for that stuff. It's just gonna pop up on my Tumblr. Tumblr is not all the way gone. It is not. <laughs> It is not. I currently don't have an Instagram crush, so like kudos to me, cause it could be completely different out here in these streets. But only fans, <laughs> the fans only. <laughs> That's why we're supposed to be talking about Sierra and Russ. Sierra. No, because I want Sierra and Russell to have an OnlyFans account. I will pay for that. Did that you... picture she dropped when her hair was all tussled in he the bed. He posted it. Did oh. you see it? Mm-mm. There's a picture that Russell Wilson posted of them too. They like I would not be surprised if he was still inside of her. They're <laughs> in bed and he's holding oh the, the 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 sheets over her boob and her hair is all over the place. And he put the caption "The greatest love." Like, <laughs> Sir, Russell is nasty. That is promo. That is promo right there. I love it. I want all of it. I think it was appropriate. Somebody put on Twitter that it looked like a fresh dick down. <laughs> the oh, picture itself looks dude. like a fresh dick down. Come on, you can just smell sex wafting off of your explore page. Um, that's your explore page. Fair. <laughs> anyway, so back to Sierra. Um, so we were nervous as a group chat about yes. like the outcome. I just didn't know what to expect because she was giving us jock jams for a while with jock level up and then dose as the follow up. And Sierra I miss is, you with that dose. No, not a fan. Ooh. Sierra's famous for a buzz single that makes it nowhere. And I'm okay with that if that's what level up and dose do for this album. But, but greatest love needs to be the first official single. That is the pocket that we want from her. That is the lane that she needs to be in. It's like, just ride this wave, Sierra. Don't disappoint us. She, she hates a follow up. She does not do well with follow-up, so I just want this to be a stronghold that she has. Nobody is making music like this right now. Nobody. No, she's the only one in her lane. Yeah, like everybody loves Promise. Everybody everybody loves every time that she worked with Jasper. So I was when I found that, I was like, oh, we're gonna like it. Well, Corey was like, she (laughs) Corey said she's let us down twice within the fiscal year. She has. But this is I don't I don't dislike level up. I don't dislike level up. I like level up. I don't, and Level Up is still leveling up. I like, like level she's up. still They're getting at all the sports events. Everywhere. Like, Level Up is still leveling up. And I don't hate Dose. I just wish she was bucking more in the video. The video gave, I don't dance no more. I'm tired. And then you were <laughs> mad because when she released that video of her dancing in the Sahara, it was only like 45 seconds, and you wanted her to be dry humping the sand. Hello? I need you but, to be naked in the middle of Dubai Dunes, just <laughs> straddling. Dubai a fucking, dudes. like, four by four. I don't know. Just anything. 
But the thing with Sierra is that she, her follow-up just isn't there. I don't know if it's because she feels like she doesn't have a big enough fan base. I don't know what it is because, well, the last time Sierra had a classic album, first of all, all Sierra's albums are perfect except for Jackie. Except we don't talk Jackie. about Jackie. But Jackie was during a breakup, so we'll let it slide. But when she did self-titled, <laughs> which was her comeback sweet. album. Go ahead. Which was her comeback album. Like, people was on Sierra's line when she dropped Body Party but. after ignoring her for years. But then <laughs> Future got our sis pregnant. Future gets And she never. Pregnant. But the thing was, she was doing the best promo and the only promo. Like, Sierra didn't never used to do promo. No. But when Self Title came out, Sierra made a video for every single song. Those snippet videos. She did that whole around. week on 106 in Park. Everything. She was on every single news outlet. And then Future knocks her up. And she couldn't go on tour. And she couldn't go on tour. Well, she couldn't finish the tour because she started. And That's it was right. And. This, like, the C-Squad has been tweeting it like, Sierra, we love this. Please don't get pregnant. And then when... <laughs> because Russell Wilson posted a video trying to kiss Sierra and Sienna was pushing him. And he was like, I'm trying to make baby number three. And the C-Squad did not think that was cute. Because we have C-Squad a tour to go on. was in the comments. It was like, no, get away from our sis. Let her Sienna wants her mom era. to go on tour. Yeah, that's why she was pushing that face away. <laughs> no kisses for you tonight. You actually need to sleep on the couch until the tour is over. And it's no shit. Like, no Russell, I get it, but I just need an era from her. Like, please. Justice for DUI. Like, oh, in the middle of a highway. Wait, why? Um, Elijah Blake wrote that. Oh, he wrote that? Mm-hmm. Why um, Darian was like, can we cancel that song? Because she says R. Kelly on the radio. Can't. <laughs> <laughs> will not <laughs> and won't I'm not canceling it's stay <laughs> <laughs> and that's final <laughs> that is my shit well, that whole album so we're very excited about whatever Sierra's about to do hopefully mama doesn't goop the girls hello my name is Goopta Goopta girl <laughs> uh, and that we get an album before 2019 is out because It'll be the greatest thing, the greatest love. What's not the greatest love, right. though, I is down the docket. Sheck West and the Justine Sky. So, if y'all remember a few episodes ago, we told Justine Sky, like Monique said, say the name or keep it on the playground. Definitely. And I also want to go on record and say we be right about everything because nobody knew what we were talking about. And then fast forward to Grammy time, and it came out that we were correct. Per usual. So Sheck West, uh, so he, so Justine Sky tweeted a few days ago that Sheck West and his crew tried to jump her, her new boyfriend, Gold Link, and their friends. And then they started having and going back and forth on Twitter. She released a video of him jumping over the fence to her house. He said, I jumped over the fence because you wouldn't give me my stuff back. She released screenshots texting Travis Scott's DJ saying, I'm scared. I'm, I'm locked in the room trying to avoid him. Um, and so we now know that her and Sheck West were in an abusive relationship for a couple months. He's still not copping to it, which to me, if I was him, I would just go on the Chris Brown apology tour. You say that, but I don't know if it would work the same because Justine is not being quiet. When Chris Brown's situation happened, 
Rihanna did her interview and she said what she had to say, but it wasn't an ongoing thing. Mm. Chris Brown had to do that because he had time to get his name back. If Justine keeps going off, it's not going to look good for Shaq. And I don't think that people will respect him the way that people have like kind of opened up a little bit more to Chris Brown, who's not all the way off the hook. Oh, Chris oh, Brown will never be back. I hate when people say, when anything comes out about a domestic abuse relationship in the industry, people always liken it back to Chris Brown. And, and I like, hate it. I hate it that. It gets on my nerves. Like, they always wrong about it. Everyone didn't forgive him. It's not no. like he's been able to do exactly what he was doing or go along that path. So I definitely don't see that for Shaq. I don't. He wasn't even that big of an artist yet. He had that one song that hit the streets in the summertime. Mm-hmm. And then the album was good, but just... Nobody listened to that album but us, us and 14-year-olds yeah. who don't matter. I mean, oh. I get what they were trying to do with him, but he might just want to be a model now and be quiet. It might have to give that. I'm glad that Justine said something though, because when she was on Breakfast Club, I was disappointed. Yeah, she I wouldn't was say too. his name. What are your thoughts? I don't even know who these people are. <laughs> I'm gonna be real honest with you. That's I've why heard, I was. I know he's gonna be like. Who? I've heard the name Justine Sky. You know why Justine Scott, you don't know her name? Because her label don't care about her either. Don't. Like, Ooh. me and Muse do way more promo for her than Rock Nation. And it's sad because she did a whole EP with The Dream and it was so good. Was. And then she put out an album last year that was really good. Was. And we went to the show. Did. And that room was In full. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And was that room was singer, right? Yeah. yeah. The room was full and Rock Nation probably wasn't in there. No. She was Mm-hmm. That's the thing. That's other problem. She spent her time hanging around the Kardashians and not building up the fact. Oh, that's the thing. Right but but the but the, th- I, the only reason that I'm okay with that is because that is an end for young girls. Not saying that the Kardashians put her on or anything like that, but Justine Scott got discovered off a of Tumblr. So she literally was just a pretty girl at first, mm-hmm. and then they started cultivating her sound because they found out she could sing a little bit. So it wasn't until <laughs> this album that we've been going off about Ultraviolet where people were paying attention to her vocally. Like, mm. nobody was... She was on Breakfast Club and sang, and they was like, eh, it's a little shaky. They was going to her. But the music is good. Mm-hmm. And I still say that the opening to Ultraviolet is the best album opener in the past 10 years. Yes, it is. Like, That's she came down the door. It's an actual fact. Like, the first, like, 15 seconds, I'm like... Wait a minute. Who is this? This is how you open an album. Yeah. I think that they even had Kelly Rowland on some interview she was saying. I think it was after the, the, what is it called? The Chasing Destiny? Mm -hmm. After that show, they were like, okay, so you have this group. If you could put together another girl group with girls that are already out, who would you pick? And she said, Justine Sky for sure. Really? She was like, Justine Sky, Tinashe, and then she couldn't think of the third person. Tinashe is that girl. But Y'all already know how we feel about Tinashe. All the girls that we stand for were in this group, and I was just like, not no, Kelly. She could put together an arrangement. Because them girls from Chasing Destiny, the Jewels, the girls, they sing. They just never going to be Yeah, but she ignored their whole career. I don't know if it was her. I don't know if it was her. She don't tweet or post about them girls. She don't tweet or post about herself either. And she's that also an artist. Is she's not allowed problem. to. Oh. Mm. You sound Care to share? I mean, you. Mm. What are your thoughts? Let's talk. You knew what show you came on. Ah, <laughs> I did not know what show we I came say, on. Now we I say, know. We say everything I mean, on the show. Look, Kelly is. I think anybody. Who has worked with Matthew Knowles? Fair. Mm. Fair. There is some sort of non-disclosure agreement that they all have signed that you can only say so much. You can only say this. Even the girls who no longer work with him, mm. they none of them have ever really said everything. It's always been well, 
well, maybe and my mama said it's never been like, well, this is what happened. Right. They can't do it. Even um, even his daughter, she can't do it. Mm. And she's the most powerful woman in the world. I mean, mm-hmm. real. Kamala Harris wow. take a seat. Like, Beyonce is. <laughs> Beyonce is. And, and you know Your how I feel about Bison. Beyonce. Yeah. But Beyonce is. The girl in the she picture. Is, she is. She is. She is the picture. Yeah, not even the girl she is. is. The, she is the other the girls are not in it. No, she, no, they're not. They can't get close to it. The like, dream was on Genius.com doing like a segment on all of the new girls that are out. And every time that he mentioned Beyonce, he was like, let me not mention her because it's not like they can get to that level. It, I'm just going to be objective and talk about who I like. He ended up picking Summer Walker as the girl he liked the most right now. Mm-hmm. And I do think a project with him would be fine be from great. her. But she needs it to work I can with see him. That. So like she that, needs to work with an adult. And, and by, not no. because these young children's, they don't, Iron is not sharpening iron. No. When young people work with other young people the way it used to be, she needs to be with an elder that can give her something to, to listen to. I honestly think that it needs to be a rite of passage for every girl to come out in the industry to do something with the dream. Mm-hmm. Like, he does what he's supposed to do. God bless Electric Red. But... Even Mariah, like, when he did that whole album with Mariah, that album was everything. We talk about it on every Nobody episode. Nobody listened to it but about 12 of us, but... Wait, which album was this? Memoirs of Imperfect Angel. These names are really Wait, trying. was that... He did the entire album. Was yeah. that the one with, um... The single was Up Out My Face. And I love that song. When Nick, <laughs> I mean, the video... Nick Did Nick Cannon direct the video? Uh, I think the so. The video was the shit. It was HBCU <laughs> and, you know, the band. And then, Up on my face. Yeah. No, that was okay. a good album. It was a good album. Impossible is my favorite song on that album. But trying to make it all make sense. Sheck West, where do we stand? Where do we stand with Sheck West? Oh, I was about to say, and there you have it. Silence is golden, but... Where I stand with Shaq West is that he just needs to admit what he did. I think to me, it's it's easier to say, I did it. I'm trying to be a better person. I'm in therapy. Instead of denying it or not saying anything. Yeah. In this, in this, um. Climate. In this climate. I, I didn't get a chance to stand. So I, I'm fine with just it being how it was. I don't, I didn't need Shaq West. I'm not a fan of cancel culture, but. I like Justine more than him, so I'm on her side. Right. Period. Yeah. And now her and Gold Link are in love and looking moist. Which I like. Yeah, I think that's not. I think he's a nice guy. I just like when parents oil their kids and <laughs> together they just look like they got a container of Vaseline on their face. And I love stuff like that. <laughs> just moisturize the children. And she finally got rid of that purple, too. I didn't mind it, but... I didn't mind it, but it also wasn't, like, branding enough to do anything for her career, if that makes sense. You know what I'm saying? I don't think that anybody should be branding themselves from a hair color (laughs) regime anymore, (laughs) simply because everybody's hair is a different color every day, thanks to stripper culture. Nikki, you didn't create it. And on top of that, the only person who got famous for a hair color in the past 20 years was Beyonce and Pink. And Pink dyed that shit another color as soon as she didn't want to be black no more. And uh, Beyonce gave y'all red hair for the experience and y'all paid a nooch. So she went back to her infamous blonde. I would just like to shout out Mary J. Blige for the red hot Mary. Yes, red hot Mary. Yes. 
I mean, yes. you know, even though she was a blonde, you know, yeah. that red during that the 98, red, 99 was season was a, it was a moment. The like, fact that wanna... she had a whole color, like a real color in beauty supply stores I mean, nationwide. Listen, Mary, she'd be missing out on business opportunities. <laughs> Why we ain't got no boot line? Like... Oh. While we ain't got no weave and no hair, like no wigs and like wear the boots, just do it. Like, Even Brandy got packs of hair in the beauty supply store. Uh, well, she really? She's on the she's she, on the cover. She used to be like the <laughs> spokesperson for a pet for, for braid hair. Brandy, yes. I think it was called Ultima, but with a U. Let me tell a. you something. That Sonya Norwood, she's always working. She's thing. she's gonna be the uh, oh oh insanity. It's, it's between her. Oh, I can't say this on the thing, but it's another R and B singer who was a man who was came out way after Brandy, um, who released an album last year. Um, their mothers I'm are the, doing the um, craziest. So the last moment of hot topics is the Grammys. We were right. right. I didn't watch the Grammys, so I didn't. I didn't watch. I watched because I felt obligated, but what? it also wasn't a bad show to me this year. Like, I, I wasn't bored at any point. Even last though, year was terrible. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> we watched last year as a family at Jackie House. It was awful. It wasn't good. What are your thoughts on the relevance of the Grammys, Eric? Shit. I think, what year was it that India Irie lost the Grammy? Like to, 2001. To, mm-hmm. in, um, to Alicia Keys, mm-hmm. right? And Sade oh, told her, girl, fuck them Grammys. You oh. know what I do with my Grammy? I think it's a doorstop somewhere in my house. Ooh. Like, that's my, it's like... Honestly, the tone of the Grammys it, this year was giving that. It, like, it's not, I think, it's something that, yeah, it's nice to say I got a Grammy. You know, I won a Grammy. I won two Grammys or whatever, you know. But, okay, you was judged by, you know, your peers on, you know, what they thought you could do. The Academy or whatever they are. They they said, oh, yeah, you win this. But a lot of what wins the Grammy is mostly, like, popular opinion. mm and if it's not popular opinion, it's what they think. And it never reaches the street. So, like, we could say the best album out this year is this. It's never even nominated. Right. But to me, the best album, as I said on the past episode of 2018, was motherfucking Robin. <laughs> Robin had album Robin of the Robin. year. Swedish Robin from the 90s. White Robin. She got an album? She had a new album out. Flawless. Last year? Was it? Was it an R&B December? Album? Or did she change her sound? Like, what? Well, it, she's been doing dancey, more electronic music mm-hmm. since that first album. She only had one album as a black girl. <laughs> Much like Pink. It's a lot of black girls who only have one album as a black girl, too. <laughs> but, okay. Not no. I mean, but Leon that's Lewis. real. That's oh, <laughs> Keep bleeding. <laughs> but thanks, things though. But <laughs> I think that... Exactly what you're saying about the Grammys is how artists are starting to feel as well, or at least be okay with saying that that's how they feel. Yeah. Because Drake has been nominated for 21 Grammys, only has four. Yeah. And he went on stage this year and was just basically saying, I accept this and I'm grateful, but I need all y'all other artists to stop acting like this means anything. He was ba- he basically he got, yeah he got no I saw there. I did see he that got up there and was they cut his music off way earlier they cut the music on on him way earlier than everybody else because he was basically saying I'm happy that I got this but this means nothing it it and it doesn't my favorite artists don't have Grammys it doesn't it's it's like it's like some sort of validity for the artist to say you know I'm recognized here here's my Grammy you know um this is the kind of music I can produce but 
to us, what does like what does a Grammy mean to you? Like, if somebody has a Grammy, does that make them a better artist? Are we kidding? That's... But like, Little Dragon never gonna get a Grammy like, ever. There are artists that are my favorite artists, and they they, they not gonna have it. Nominated. Listen, so it's fine. They gave Mary J. Blige a Grammy in two thousand and one or two for "He Think I Don't Know" from the No More Drama. It was like a reissue in two thousand one. It didn't mean shit. Like that was the weakest song on, on the, the album. album. But that yeah. was just um makeup to be like, oh well, we never gave you nothing before. Mm-hmm. So this is what and they do this, that a lot. Yeah, but yeah, that, that's do. why it doesn't mean anything because it's also if you gotta so make up some shit and it ain't real. Oh, it's a lady because politics. Everywhere. I love I love her to death, but she shouldn't have been nominated for album of the year. But her team is so like that. Right. That they are in the they in the rooms with the people that they supposed to be in, and they making people come to her showcases, and she doing stuff specifically for them outside of her normal concerts. Right. So it's like, yes, I'm nominated for all of these awards, and she won too. And usually, like SZA didn't win anything, and her is a way better artist than SZA to me, vocally and musically. But and they are categorized the same. They are they're categorized the same. So her album output shouldn't have mattered over SZA's to me. But I appreciate that she won. I just know that there's a game you have to play behind it. And once you don't want to play the game no more, it's no point in even going. Rihanna, it's no point in even oh, going. Oh, Rihanna you know was literally on Instagram mopping her floors. <laughs> hey, maid. On Grammy night. <laughs> and her stylist was like, hey, maid, I see you in your maid outfit like you always do. And Rihanna was literally in the house with no shoes on, mopping with no bra. Them titties were out. Word. You were about to say something because you made a face. What were you about to say? Nothing. Read her. Who? Read who? I'm, listen. No, read R-E. It was about that. Oh, read. No, nothing. I wasn't going to say nothing. Mm-hmm. Right. Mm-hmm. <laughs> well, the one question that I had since you watched the Grammys, what's this about ties? I never remember the Grammys having a tie. That shit happened on so Drag Race. It was a- too. I'm over it. Wait, somebody... That- that, yeah, that but, right there lets you know the shit don't mean nothing. Yeah, you got a tie? Yeba Smith and PJ Morton tied oh, with... I have something to say about that. Wait, they tied with what, Anderson Pop, I think? It was Anderson Pop, oh, but and, best part... But like, what is a tie that's, in the that's, Grammys? That right there is it. Like, Inclusion. Why is... That's one of the politics. What what was what was the category? R and B, contemporary R and B, urban contemporary. Because why like is that. PJ Morton and Yebba? Why are PJ Morton and Yebba in the same category as Anderson, Anderson Pop? Pop like anyway. it, or was it like rap song collaboration or something like that? I'm one of those made up it. categories. I know that these ties are to benefit whoever the underdog is because they wanted to look like they care about everyone winning and everyone getting a chance. Exactly. And that's why I don't subscribe to it. I think that the Grammys, just like the Oscars, it'll always be something that's a tie to your name. So if you're nominated, you become a Grammy nominated artist. That means more placement for you money-wise. Yeah. So of course, the politics behind it will feed your pockets. I'm sorry. But as far as actual music, it doesn't mean anything. At all. So it was best traditional R and B performance, and the tie was between Leon Bridges and P J Morton and Yeba. Not mad at Leon Bridges. I'm not mad at Leon. I love Leon Bridges. Okay, I need to give Leon Bridges a chance because everybody around me is a stand. <laughs> I know. I, I just I love everything about Leon Bridges. And I even, like even the fact that he dressed like shut uh, up. <laughs> no, that he dressed like what? A civil rights. That's song. my favorite thing. I'd be so turned on listening to his music. <laughs> I just Cause you like, know he looks like, like he's fighting for justice. Listen, you know I got an old man fetish, so I be like, <laughs> he's an old young man, and this is what I need in my life. Like, where have you been? 
Like, I don't oh want to do this anymore. I'm just uh, saying. Sing Rihanna. Rihanna. Okay, <laughs> the, the other tie was Kendrick Lamar, J Rock. Oh, that's who James Blake won the top, the won the Grammy for. Kings Dead with Kendrick Lamar, J Rock, Future, and James Blake. And they tied with Anderson Pop bubbling. And that's because they won, didn't want to give Anderson Pop that by himself. First and of all, Sicko Mode should have won. Sicko Mode should have won. Because Sicko Mode couldn't win the other category because of Cardi. And I really wanted Cardi to win that, and she did. But that's what this segment is supposed to be about, us being right. Every mm-hmm. single prediction that we made was correct. And the only reason that the best new artist wasn't correct was because I was being petty. I knew they wasn't going to give it to Chloe and Holly. We I just that. think that Chloe and Holly deserve. Can I make a confession? Yes. I don't like Cardi B. Really? Like, I have heard one Cardi B song. That's why you don't like her. Yeah, you no, got no, it. I, oh. I've, I've tried to listen to, like, interviews and, like, get, like, look at social media. Oh, you don't like her as media. a person. I just, I'm just like... This is like my next door neighbor, and I don't want to see that. Right that's now. why I like her. That's, no, no, that's why, why I like a lot of people like her. That's why she's the pop. I'll be like, I don't like you. Want, like, you no. want your celebs to be famous, like to be celebrity ish, not like regular us. No, I was about to say, I like, like Erica. Erica. And she's like regular, regular as shit. Fuck. But there is some type of like, there is an aviance around Erica. I hate you. But. <laughs> Cause you ain't know you know how to say that word. No, cause this council woman I used to work with when I worked at my last job, she was so like she was trying to oh, be. You know what hood people black try to be trying to be grand, but they can't yeah. talk. And she was like, you know, that. I want some ambiance. No, I you don't. Like, is the word obvious or ambiance? She, she was saying ambiance. And she said ambiance. Yeah, she was. I like, would have thought she was talking about water, and I'd been no. like, oh, Ooh, girl, the water, the water down the hall. Shut up. It is. But I had an, a, another question for someone that watched the Grammys. How? And you know, this man can literally, like, jizz anywhere in, on my body. But oh my God. Donald Glover winning all these awards for This Is America. Inclusion. What is that about? Y'all know good and well that y'all do not bump This Is America nowhere. I, you listen. They I, played, they I'm played tell This you what Is it America is. at Vuv Clico at the Classic last year. And I was like, this is weird. This is what it is. What the Grammys are doing now is... So, first of all, let's talk about black Twitter because that's what it all comes down to. Hello? Black people on social media, our opinion, and we don't realize it, it I matters. Think we do. No, we, we do, but we don't. Yeah. Like, it matters. So, if they see all of us talking about this is America, because when that shit came out, when the video came out, Everybody. oh, it was like hot top. It was trending. Everybody. So, it's like, oh, this must be important to them. Yeah. So, let's put that in there. It's, it's like... Let's pacify them. You know, they not, they don't always get what they want, but let's pacify them mm-hmm. with this. This is America. Who listened? Mm, I wish I had a pacifier. Who is listening <laughs> Baby. to This Is America? Nobody. Who is riding around Bed-Stuy? Or who is riding around Southeast D.C.? Hey! Listening to This Is America? Nobody. And this is coming from a person that wants to get pregnant by him. Oh, my God. I'm just speaking my truth. Everybody got silent because that was an awkward moment. <laughs> no, because everyone like just because people be like, uh, it's easy to be like shade is why that's not your fave. But Donald is my fave. No, and I get so And even though he is my fave, I don't care about that song. Only reason I care about the video is because I saw a clip when I was in the doing my road trip and he was shirtless and his body is now dad bod. And I love the thickness on him. Other than that, I don't give 
nothing about that video. I don't give a nothing about that song. Just be shirtless and look like a dad, and that's it. But the, the song thing, don't give good. Yeah, it nobody, gave, nobody okay. like, it gave, I never like, even heard the listen. full song because I was like, this is. Oh yeah, me either. I, watch I was like, this is. Y'all are like, funny, America. <laughs> I was like, yeah, this is America. I was like, this is corny. If I want to hear a song about America, I'm only gonna listen to American Oxygen by Rihanna. Are you kidding? <laughs> Shout out to Dre. <laughs> I'm listening to that and Born in the USA. Like, I don't know. The song is not even as uplifting as the title or the video. Like, the song is not shaking the cultural table like the video did. The video what is was he like saying. The, but the song is just who him. can met who can who who knows the lyrics outside of This Is America? Nobody. Nobody. I like the I like the fact that like the Migos and Young Thug are in the back singing harmonies and shit. Like that's my favorite part of the song. Because really? he got like five niggas just in the back singing. Really? Like the part where he's running in the video, that's Young Thug singing while he's running. This is Black History. No, this like, is the, this part is of the, the shit song that, that people I like. don't do that I thought people didn't do anymore that they're doing still. Yeah. But so the song is not what they're making it up to be. The video made a moment, this and that's beautiful. why everybody hopped on it. This is beautiful. <laughs> Yo, this is beautiful. Eric opening his flash. <laughs> this is beautiful. This is beautiful. I mean, I made it to a whiskey drinker, so I'm not mad. I'm just... But that's why I felt some kind of way about it winning as much as it did, because he canceled out some other people that I thought were going to win. He wasn't even there, like... Her won her two awards. Cardi won her one award. I'm fine. But also, Donald Glover is, uh, he's an old school. And I say old school because he's like that triple threat. Yeah. Like, whether or not you think he can sing and he can rap. But he can sing. And he can act. Yeah. You know, it's he like. He can do everything. He can do it all. Um, so and how he's do you, smart as fuck. Right. So how do you categorize somebody who can do it all? Mm. Like Felicia Rashad. Or Ooh. Jamie Foxx. I would Ooh. say Debbie Allen, but you know every every pair of siblings, you know, it's always got to be one Allen. better. Than us, so. Debbie Allen. Debbie. Remember that episode of Martin with uh with Gina was dancing, and she was like Debbie Allen, <laughs> Debbie Allen. Oh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I love when people call out names like the episode of Steve Harvey. Special <laughs> the Entertainer was teaching them girls how to dance. They're barely legal group. And he was like, now Janet, now Janet, now Brittany, now Brittany. Oh, no, she didn't. Oh, no, she didn't. Now I have to say what? Oh, yeah. Now I have, I have to say, say what? what? Oh, I remember that. <laughs> I don't watch that show. I don't think that show come on anymore. It don't. We probably got 50 other shows now. It need to be a syndication to be the only irregardless. One we didn't talk about it because it's not necessarily on the docket, but this Steve Harvey and Monique conversation. Team Monique, period. <laughs> I am with team, team Monique. Team Monique, Monique meet Munch and Monique. All reasons. Shut up. Meet no. Munch and Monique. Team Munch and Monique. Nobody meet but daddies. Huh? Daddy. Gross. <laughs> Her, I, mean, I like daddy. He's cute. I don't. Because he oh, gave me a little daddy bit of mind control. Daddy is daddy 95. Is lip, I don't give lip. a shit. I mean, I, I don't like when people come on the show and collectively lust with Steph because I usually be trying to play <laughs> no, the I'm just partner. Saying, but me and her, <laughs> we usually have the same, like, a. Uh, I'd be like, like mm. be on one accord. This is my thing. 90s fine will never come back. Everybody that was born after 1980 looks crazy you said, if you're straight. When you said the fine factory shut down, <laughs> <laughs> out of production. basically went viral. Out of production. Yeah. See? 
You had numbers under that tweet. I did. did. Oh, I need to go back and look at it. <laughs> Pin it to your account. Basically, what happened was we were talking about how nobody is fine no more, which y'all know. We were consistently talking about how male R&B singers are not attractive anymore and they're Dang. not sexy. Like, cause you can, cause this is the difference between being attractive and being sexy. Like, Roe James, like, face on is not like very conventionally attractive, but he's so sexy. I don't want to say So wait, you're saying people are not attractive, but they're sexy? But no, they're, they're not attractive, neither. and they're not sexy. Neither. For, like, compared to who, though? The like, 90s singers. Everybody. From like, who 90s. in the 90s, it was, like, sexy? Everybody. D'Angelo, fucking... The niggas from Eric Hall. Like, I, everybody was fucking sexy. R.L. from Next. Listen. <laughs> R.L. from Next can have whatever um, he wants. Y'all not, not going to give Tweety no respect, though? Like, oh, well, let me say something. On the unsung... That's not personally wait, my wait, wait, on the unsung, I realized that Tweety was the one. He the was always time. the one. I'm the always... Eyes, listen, the eyes, it is my superpower. I'm always <laughs> the one to tell people Come on, who is indeed. the most attractive from a group. Like, TLC. Who would you say was the most attractive from TLC? So that is hard. T Bods, Tion, Watkins. T Bods. It's always But at the time, nobody paid any attention to T Bods. Because of Chili. Because of Chili. But if you really get into it, when them girls grew up, they each had their own moment. Listen, Left Eye had, remember the Digging on You video? Left Eye. She had the tightest wrap in that video. Could have been a hair commercial. Luster's Pink Baby Oil, whatever that shit was called. Luster's Pink. Listen, pink lotion. She was shaking it. When Crazy Sexy Cool came out and they was covering their titties in the fireman outfits on Vibe. Oh, when when Rihanna had to call. I realized each and every one of them. No, they all were beautiful in their own way. But T-Boz was the coolest. T-Boz, um, ah, fuck it. She was the smartest. Yeah. And she was the dancer. Like, T-Boz was the group. She was the group. No, no she was the sound. She was the group. It's the same thing with with next. Like RL got the voice, and now now RL look good as shit. I RL like always back then. <laughs> I, back then, I, I got was like, I back then. didn't know who the fuck. I was like, I don't want to see you. Like oh. show more of Tweety. Oh, and I don't even know the other dude's name, so that's no, tell you. No, but the other one, know. the other one is cute in the youth pastor kind of way. You love a youth pastor. I love fan. a dude that's a little thicker brand around the. I, Cause I love Dave Hollisters, and if anybody look like Dave Hollister, cheap in this old building, and my soul has got to move. <laughs> Listen, Dave Hollister. Who cussed me out on Twitter once, so I'm Ooh, not Oh, my God. Much, oh, my God. We need to share him. stories because Tone cussed me out on Twitter. And Cash Doll cussed me out. <laughs> <laughs> I love how it just, the, the celebrity went from, like, it did. It to see the D-list. It did. It really did. Are you blocked by any celebrities on Twitter? Not that I know of. No. People don't block me. Well, celebrities don't block me. Fake ass celebrities. I'm blocked me. by everybody that's not a celebrity. <laughs> and everybody with natural hair got me blocked on Twitter. Stephanie can't live a life. But I also don't follow, like, I don't think I follow very many celebrities. You don't have to crazy. follow them to be blocked. Oh. Well, maybe I don't know I'm blocked because I'd be like, oh, okay. I actually don't know how it works. You probably do got to follow them to be blocked. Well, I'll tell you this. No, I have a couple friends that are blocked by Anita Baker and... I know. Listen. Anita Baker and Keisha Cole keep the block button act and K. Michelle. But, they okay. They already. Listen. K. Michelle and Keisha Cole, I think they have a reason to keep that block button ready. Because people come at them 
for nothing. Like they just trying to live. They just trying to get their money. Anita just. She just old. I feel like That's she don't need to hit the block button. It's not nothing wrong with being old. I want a graceful I'm age. I'm old, but you know. Oh my God. But you know what's funny is now I notice people be writing her name and put stars for letters so because, she don't because see you don't, Everybody's scared to go get know, blocked listen, by Nina. on Twitter, there's two celebrities you don't want to run into. You don't want to run into the person who is always tweeting. Mm. Or you don't want to run into the person. I, I love Erica. Me love too. Erica. Or the person who searches their name. Right. And a lot of them search their names. Like I Cash Dog. I don't want <laughs> I did not add that lady. I don't want No, no I didn't add David Hollister. All I said was, Oh my God. It was during his gospel period. Oh, he was singing. And with, I was just um, like Eric Roberson. Yeah, I was just like, Oh my Brandon. God, I miss Dave Hollister. I want him to do R and B again. Yo, he was like, you don't know what the fuck it takes. Oh, you shit. You don't know what it takes to do it. I'm following my faith. And I was like, whoa, bro. I'm just telling you I like Chicago 85 the movie. That's my album. But do Classic. you. He has singles on that album. He, he's timeless. We love Dave Hollister. Let's uplift the name. A one it's woman, man. Ready. Hello. So we were supposed to be talking about how right it's we were so about the Grammys. Running. And again, I'm going to go on record and say every prediction that we made, it happened. What's right. Loud and, and that right. is why I was going to say, that is why our name on Twitter is loud and, and right. right. Not loud and wrong. Like everybody else did. Hello. <laughs> on that note, I think we can go on a break before we talk about the size. Yeah, we need to break. I'm tired. Uh, the glasses. officially because we do kind of want to break down some of the things on your site some of the articles you posted we want to talk about some of your iconic twitter threads give us like a little <laughs> like background on like the site how you came to making the site why do you think it's important to have a particular content that you do because nobody has a site that you have none of these little r&b sites no, have your content at all because there's a there's a historical archival mm-hmm. like the context is different yeah. it's a nuance that separates you we I, love our guests we be giving it like <laughs> damn y'all made me sound real good like i'm doing something you know um it's because so why I started the site was I was doing these threads on Twitter all the fucking time. And when I started my Twitter, it's personal. 
So everybody I loved and all of my friends was like, nigga, stop clouting our timelines with all this music shit. Like, yeah, we know you like music. You talk about it all the time when we see you. Now, can we see something else on Twitter? They were like, you got to start something. So after I started the threads on Twitter, like, uh, you know, I don't even know what I was doing threads on at the time. Background singers and Luther Vandross and like Daphne Maxwell Reed. And people were like, yo, my brother-in-law actually told me. He was like, you should make money. He was like, basically, nigga, you broke and I'm tired of loaning you money. So um, people follow you. So just make a site. So that's how like the site ebforprez.com was born. Um, and it was more out of like uh, me as an old young person or as a young old person. I don't know how you look at me. I'm only 22, by the way. Um, <laughs> as a young old or old young person, it was like I saw that generational gap. Like people from the 70s and the 80s and even the 90s, artists who were big, they don't really, they don't see it for the new people. Oh, Shaka Khan was really. And, and I wrote and I about saw that because I was just like, there are so many people who are still doing it, but y'all don't focus on that. Mm-hmm. And I love Shaka. I do. Uh, Bullfrog. <laughs> um, but Ooh, that video that you posted of her singing with um, Gladys and Gladys when she was high to her mind because she for she. Well, I mean, we even talked earlier about how, on a sidebar, how Anita Baker be shaking her head at people live on internet, like on, on the, Instagram and Twitter. She, but that's always, the and so do like, Layla Hathaway. Layla Hathaway be dragging Layla Hathaway people. was in the Grammys audience shaking. Okay, her head. but look, when Layla does it though, I like it. It's something about Layla. I don't know why I like it. I'd be like, I'm with it. But I need to listen to that song with Ooh. Tiffany Goucher right now. <laughs> I can't. When I made the site, that was why I was like, yo, it's like. Younger people don't know about the history or about older soul music at all. So there's a whole generation of people going, oh, the younger people have no talent. They can't do this. Well, it's y'all fault. Y'all didn't teach them. Mm -hmm. Y'all didn't pass down any of that. Like the Whitney Houstons, the Mariah Carey's, the Melissa Morgan. I'm trying to think of the 80s people. Mickey Howard's. Come on, Mick. You know, it's my auntie. Shout out to Mickey. Thank you for the tickets. Um, (laughs) Like... Those people haven't taught the '90s people. Well, no, they they taught the '90s people. The but 90s after the people. '90s, because the '90s people learned it all. Yeah. After that, because the '90s people were born in from that '70s time. to '80s. Those were right. kids. Yeah, so it's like they knew it all. But after that, it was like it stopped being passed down. It's gone. Mm-hmm. So to see somebody that's like why Shaka, Beyonce's famous. That. That's literally why Beyonce is famous. I'm doing the dance. <laughs> no, that is why she's famous because we don't know the history. We don't. We don't necessarily care about the history. Mm. Like we care about what we hear. We care about right now. It's Twitter, social media. It's who's oh. popular and what is popular. Like we didn't know that back in the day. We right. Might, we might be taking two different stances on why she's famous. I just realized why who's famous. I was saying Beyonce? that Beyonce is famous because she was the last one to learn the stuff from the older people. And and we are taking two different things because I don't think she was. I don't think she did. I think they welcomed her. They didn't welcome anybody. No, else. they welcomed her because Matthew knew all the shit and he knew how to position her mm-hmm. and what to do. And and they also welcomed her because of industry politics. Like 
Yeah. Well, that makes sense. no, and I no, I'm not gonna say that. Well, it was, and when they say they, you ain't talking about Etta James. Right. No, and I'm not gonna Etta say was Etta, Etta was that very nice lady. no, and Etta was rightfully mad, but I'm not gonna say that because I'm gonna say that Beyonce. I can't say nothing about Beyonce <laughs> um, because y'all, if if anybody who knows me and follows me knows, that I'm very critical of Beyonce, mm. but only because I see in her the potential to be. Like, she is Beyonce for mm-hmm. the world, which is one thing. But being something to black people is something totally different. Mm-hmm. And she has the potential to be that. Like, somebody like James Brown, he was something to black people, mm-hmm. and it meant something totally different from the world. Mm-hmm. Even though he was great for the world. Right. Beyonce is great for the world, but she doesn't ring that same truth to black people necessarily right. it's she's, she's pop mean. music yeah you know like somebody like michael jackson he was able to do both because he's had so many stages of his career mm-hmm. he started as little black michael jackson with the jackson five and he grew up oh, as black, michael black. jackson he became the king of pop do you think that she can get there because his career was way longer than hers so far um, do I think that Beyonce can get where Michael was? Um, I think no. They're gonna. No, that's not what I'm. No, no, no. Well, I mean, you know, in terms of career, honestly, and y'all listeners are gonna crucify me for this. Well, I mean, I say crazy things about Beyonce all the time. No, so I fun. think she surpassed that. Like at surpassed this point, Michael. In in terms of like fame, fame, yes. and what you mean to music and the world, Beyonce is. She, I think that Beyonce is Michael Jackson. I was more so asking what he did for both sides of the world what and he black did, people. You know what? Do you think no, she'll be able to attain that? She's not going to do that. And I'm going to tell you why. Because Michael grew up during a different time. He grew up during a time where segregation, segregation yeah. was... Segregation and Jim Crow were law. Yeah. And he had to overcome that. Um, not personally, but in terms of music. With Beyonce, it's been very gimmicky for me. Like, even when she released the... What was the last album? Not the Carters, but... Lemonade. Lemonade. No, not Lemonade. Beyonce self-titled? No, okay, no. Lemonade is it. It was a very black album. Was it? I think the visuals The visuals. The visuals. But, but the visuals but were more it. black than anything else. Like, I think that but people, people have a hierarchy of blackness because a Ray Shremmer video is equally as black as right. Lemonade. But this is what it is. It's marketing. It's like when Michael was trying to overcome and he was very black, he meant it. It was real. Mm-hmm. With Beyonce... To me, it's not real. It's like I, I think it's you. positioned differently because we weren't introduced to her that way. When Michael did it, it didn't change who he was as an artist. Now, when Beyonce does it, it's like, oh, that's interesting that's that she's interesting doing that. That's interesting that she's doing. No, that's, and that's what real. It is. Even like even like going with Solange, like, and I didn't even hear Solange's album until she played it for me. Steph played that shit for me, and I was like, I never heard this because I didn't want to hear it because and I was I like, didn't hear it for a month after it came out. And I was out. like, because it's like, real, I don't like, think Solange's album was no blacker than any other album that but, came out that year. But, it wasn't. But what do people say? A Seat at the Table is like the blackest album. A Seat at the Table, what, Kendrick Lamar's album, mm-hmm. and what's the Which other one, album? Pippa Butterfly? The, yeah, Pippa Butterfly. Pippa Butterfly. Was that the one with Damn and um? No, people. people oh, Damn is no. The, the album damn is lit, but people think to Pippa Butterfly is the blackest album alive, and right. they try to make it into a. But well, they didn't buy it. But, Oops. 
So there's well, that. it's because we are giving them an insight into black culture. Yeah, and black culture is American culture at this point. It mm-hmm. is what runs America. It is what runs the world. Black culture influences. It, this is a this is America, <laughs> but that's black why it won. Is what I'm everybody. saying. Like, but yeah, but with Beyonce, it's. It's um. I didn't mean to turn this conversation into a diatribe on. Beyonce. Oh no, I love Beyonce conversations. I just like having people talk about her around me. Yeah, no, I mean, no, it's <laughs> no, but it's. I don't think that she'll ever be where Michael was in terms of black blackness, but I think she's far surpassed where he was in terms of, and this sounds very contradictory, blackness. Like what people perceive as blackness right now. Is, is Beyonce, Beyonce and Jay Z? Yeah, that is where like all these stories now about Jay Z is donated to so many people, and he's done he's getting this. rappers off, of and Beyonce trials, is yeah. like very like Sade like now. Like I'm only gonna talk when I got something to say. Mm-hmm. I think that that was the smartest thing to do for her. Simply no, because it was our celebrities are not our parents' celebrities. They're not. So I will always respect Beyonce for trying to uphold that caliber of celebrity. Right. Listen. I didn't know anything about Michael Jackson unless he wanted me to. Right. I didn't know anything about Whitney Houston unless she wanted me to. That is been my until, favorite thing about. Yeah. Like, like I, as far as like celebrity. We had like Right On Magazine. Ooh. I had some Word Up Magazine in my room. I don't know. I don't was on one. Um, <laughs> and Monica was on one. Um, <laughs> but it wasn't, we didn't get, we didn't see them every day. No. Like right. like now, oh, remember when Anita Baker in the early eight, well, the early 90s, late 80s, early 90s was like big and we saw Anita everywhere. Mm-hmm. We didn't know who Anita was. Right. Now we know Anita like coffee in the morning. She liked the goddamn pistons. It's like, right. goddamn, girl. Like, <laughs> Anita, let's, let, us, let us hold you on, not mm-hmm. that pedestal, but let us just keep you. Just higher. As a, you know, let us separate the artist from the person. Right. R. Kelly. Um, oh, no. I'm just saying. At a certain point, you can't no, no more. No, at a certain point, you, <laughs> no, at a certain point, you can't. Another article on EB for Press. That's what I was about to say. So de- deep diving into some of the segments and ar- articles that you've wrote, written about, Roten. What is happening? <laughs> we, we have, have a, a list. Lexus in South Carolina called Roten Sausage. They got the best onion sausages in South Carolina. If you listening, you got to go to Roten. <laughs> it's in Lexington <laughs> County. I'm done. Come on, Lexington County. What, um, where do you want to start from like your list? Um, well, okay, so let's swab it back when we did the Hometown Heroes episode, obviously, Muses from D.C., and one of my favorite articles was the Quiet Storm one that you did, so tell us a little bit about that. Listen, I moved to D.C. in 2005, August 23rd, 2005. Come on, date. Listen, I, I know my dates. Moved to D.C., went to Howard. In John C. Johnson, at the time it was John C. Johnson, School of Communications. Melvin Lindsay was like a legend. Mm-hmm. Like, I didn't know him growing up. Like, so before I moved to D.C. in high school, I interned for a radio station. It was an urban AC radio station. So, so you've been old your whole life. I've been, no, no. How <laughs> you, you a high school intern at Listen, the urban everybody AC. said that. Listen. So in high school, everybody's like, oh, name the songs that were hot in high school. And everybody's like, um, Usher's, yeah. I don't remember anything else. 
But I'll be like, oh, Jill Scott, Anita Baker uh, had my everything. I like, I was like, oh, these are the shit because everything. listen, hey. because at work every day because I only I was kind of smart, so I only went to school for like two classes, and then I was at the radio station for the rest of the day. I was like, these are the songs that shaped who I was. Mm. So when I moved to DC. And I met some of Melvin's family, and they were telling me, like, my friends were like, oh, yeah, you know, Melvin was my cousin or my uncle or, you know, I knew Melvin. I lived next door to his mother or whatever. I was like, okay. And I learned about the Quiet Storm format because I love slow jams. It's like my, it's my shit. Like, <laughs> it's, if y'all haven't, definitely listen to our Valentine's Day episode. We talk about all our favorite listen, slow jams. Yeah, I love anthems. The, I love a good whole anthem. <laughs> I love a good slow jam. So, and I learned about, about Melvin. I was like, yo, people don't know. Like, something that we're listening to every night on, and all black people do this. Like, mm-hmm. in every city, USA, they got a quiet storm at night. Mm-hmm. And everybody listen. You, your, your ass is too grown listening to the quiet storm before you're supposed to. Mm-hmm. And you're listening to the old jams and the slow jams and the new jams and the wannabe jams and... People don't realize that came from this guy, Melvin Lindsay, and Kathy Hughes, who Come on, Kathy TV Hughes. I love Kathy. I mean, it's real. Come like, on, my best Kathy. Friend. It came from the... Oh, really? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Wait a minute. Yeah. But people don't realize it came from them. And just Melvin's ingenuity as a college student to start this format... When he started it in college, yeah, no, I somehow was, missed that. Yeah, yeah, he was, a, on, he was an history, undergrad. Bro. He was an undergrad, and he was interning for WHUR. And Kathy needed somebody to fill in because the regular DJ just called out sick. So he got there. So just realizing that this something that this college student started would become the basis for careers like Luther Vandross or Sade Mm -hmm. in the 80s. It's like they built their careers on being private, I mean, Quiet Storm artists. Mm -hmm. Anita Baker. Like, that's Mm -hmm. how you got in. Mm -hmm. But we don't, we don't um, speak his name. Yeah, he's not celebrated. People don't say his name. You know, Melvin Lindsay was, he was like a music lover. Like, y'all are. Mm -hmm. Like, like I am, Us, yeah. like it's like we're music lovers. So there's like a certain amount amount of influence that we all have that we can pass on, but Speed. we don't realize it. That's why shows like this one are so important. Like, thank you. Bill. What you two are doing right now is basically what Melvin Lindsay was doing in 1974, 75, 75, I think is setting up a precedent for others after you to come and do the same mm-hmm. thing mm-hmm. and then basically influence the culture. Mm-hmm. Well, speaking of slow jams and the quiet storm, I want to shout out Tony Brown, WDAS in Philadelphia. Which he's retiring. <laughs> you know he's, look, you know Tony Brown's sick he's again. He's sick. He's sick. I used he's to fo- sick I follow again. him. So he, um, they're officially retiring him from the quiet storm. Mm. Quiet storm, turn it on. It's so different in every Listen, city. Listen, I'm about to say, I guarantee you, that's you can ask, you can ask every city in the USA, who was your quiet storm station, who was the DJ, and what was the song? Everybody's going to say mm. something different. In my hometown, it was 
Curtis Green was doing the Quiet Song for a while, and he was using um, Moments in Love Ooh. as the intro. And I think Midnight Love did it. And that's why shows like Midnight Mid- Love Midnight were able Love, to... Midnight Love did Simpson. Beauty. Midnight they Love did, did beauty. beauty. They did Beauty until Yolanda Adams so came with... Alone in a room. Wait, why she did Midnight it. Love always start with she, Yolanda? And that's what killed it. But not for nothing, no, that, that song is kind of sexy. I was about to say, that song, she did that on purpose. When Yolanda Adams came no, out she with Open Up My Heart, it was supposed to sound like a sexy but song. She, but she killed Midnight Love. It did go off the air after that. Because, and it was only because it was like, okay, it's sexy, yeah, but we can't keep playing uncut after y'all started with this gospel song. Right. But I remember for a while, Jagged Edge with Let's Get Married, they were owning. Yeah, they were. Listen. Ours was Smokey Robinson's Quiet Storm. Soft and warm. Yeah, that was how I was played. And and that's how Melvin Lindsay's original started. That they was kept what it gave going. it the name. That was what, yeah. Melvin Lindsay's time on radio was already passed by the time that I was old enough to recognize what I was yeah. listening to in the backseat. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So they kept that song until yeah. Quiet Storm wasn't a thing anymore. Yeah, it, it was originally when he started, that was what gave, that Smokey Robinson song was what gave him the, oh yeah, what gave Kathy the, oh, this is the Quiet Storm. But after Quiet Storm, on another radio station that you would definitely switch to, it was Love Talking Slow Jams, which used the moment in love. So we had both. But you know what's so crazy? This goes back to the episode of Valentine's Day, uh-huh. that there's no more Quiet Storm it's on not. a lot of radio stations, no, right? don't have it anymore that I know. So no more, no more Slow Jams, no Quiet Storms, and that's why we don't have no songs about like love and sexy songs about sex. That's what I was about to say. What would they play if we still had that? Nothing. Future. Uh, I almost died. Uh, you can't drink seltzer. On that's what love is now. Future, Offset. But we know of songs that they could play, so it's sad. But they're not they going die. to. They don't that's the play thing. those. Because there it would be, not... it would be her the whole time. And the whole slow dance would be her. And her only really has a handful of songs where she's talking about taking her clothes off. It's gonna be best part. Shut up. No, but it will. they're gonna play it over. And it's gonna over, be best it's gonna part. drive you crazy. And it's part of it is the industry. Yeah, we can give industry so much credit, but it's us yeah. as consumers and as listeners who are not putting in like the demand for like it's because we want better programming. Like radio is shit now. The casual mm-hmm. listeners have taken over. People who don't really care about music are the people that work. For music, right? Like, like I just saw today. (laughs) Wait, I just saw today that Nadeska from that show with DJ Academics now has a Beats One show. Nabisco, our show at Apple, the uh, Everyday Struggle, the the show that is sponsored by Um, Complex. With it used to be Joe Button, Button, Nadeska, and um, DJ Academics, who Erica Badu said looked like Jerry from Tom and Jerry. She was right. Um, No, I like. Honestly, I like Nabisco. I love Oreos. I love <laughs> Chips Ahoy. I, I, I'm a fan of the of the sweets. Um, you know, but at the same the time, ring. I think we got to do something different. Sometimes people like cheesecake. Sometimes people like oatmeal pie. You know, like an oatmeal right. cream pie. Y'all so, had to see Muse falling out. Uh, <laughs> Nabisco is... 
I like Nabisco, but Nabisco is not the end all be all. But it's not feeding me. It's no nutrients. It's in not. Nabisco. Like, how you gonna eat the Oreo and not eat the cream in the middle? You gotta split that open and lick it. Come on, Nabisco. You're not doing it right. See, and my thing with Nabisco just goes back into talking about, like, going back to our conversation about radio is that when we was coming up, all the women in radio were so strong. Mm. They were loud. They were heavily opinionated. And what happened? The industry drove them out. Miss Jones, Wendy Williams, what was her name? Something Fox in Miami. They all drove those women out because they were too opinionated. And then that's how we come back and we got Nadeska and Angela Yee and Laura Styles, women that are just too afraid to speak up and be bold and be brash and be in your face. You know what I'm saying? I think that we come from that time, so that's how we are. And it's weird that other people who come from that time just didn't adapt to that. Because people talk to me about this show, and they be like, y'all be going in. And I be like, I just talk to Stephanie or whoever's on the show. Like, I talk. Like, that's literally this how is, I talk. Well, and the thing is, I feel like everybody our age was into music the way we were into we music. I do, too. Like, people used to sit by the radio. You would record the radio. Like, everybody was into, like, I don't feel like people were casual, really but listeners. But I think it was because weird Because it was so more work to get music. It was work. But I think it also depends on who raised you. Like, Hello. where did you That's true. earn your music appreciation from? Like, I know Jackie... <laughs> my girl. Jackie's a little older than my mother. Jackie is my mom, everybody. But my mother didn't <laughs> raise, like, my grandparents much. raised me. So that's where mm-hmm. my appreciation and my knowledge of music came from. So it's like, okay, well, when mama 23 years old, you know. But it, today at work, right? Uh, somebody. Uh, you're not the wrong. I, I Can Love You was on, right? By, by and, Mary and Kim. By Mary. And, and what they and, say? And these they young say, kids, girl? like, I never heard what this they song. Say? They never heard I Can Love You? And I said. Back I in said, the house once again? I said, me and y'all's moms are very close in age. There's no reason your means, mom wasn't playing this in the house when y'all. Mama was, had to be playing. Everybody plays. My boss this, shot played it the other day. But this is my I thing. I love you with a legend. But this is the thing about this one thing about our generation though. We knew our parents' music and we knew our grandparents' music. Yeah, we did. The, the kids of this, like the twenty. 26 and down, they mm. don't even they don't even know their mm. parents. Music. They don't know their parents. Mm. That shakes me. And, mm. and somebody and somebody said this because I keep bringing up to multiple people and seeing people's thoughts on it. And somebody said to me because the younger kids didn't weren't forced to be around their parents. Listen, because we were real. forced and Baby. we and we had we sat in a car with our parents. We wasn't. We couldn't listening control to- the radio station. Okay. My father it, still won't like, let me change his radio station. Radio station. I ride no. him anywhere. I'll be well, wanting to drive because I don't want to like, listen. But no, but what you just said just now was a mouthful. Like we weren't, we were forced to know our grandparents and our parents, their generation. Now it's different where, well, when I was growing up, it was like, all right, if you ride with grandma, I'm listening to nothing but 98.5. The gospel station. So I'm in all the gospel music. <laughs> and for a while, with granddaddy, I'm listening to Kiss 98.5. So I'm going to know the Dells. I'm going to know the Temptations, the Four mm. Tops. Everyone ride with my mama, which is why I have the name E.B. for Prez. Mm. I was born in 86. 1986, uh, Eric B. and Rakim dropped uh, Eric B. as president. Make and my name was Eric B. Uh, Eric mm. Black is my name. And ride with my mama, like, my mama was a teenage mama, so... My grandma was like, oh, if you're going out, he got to go too. So I was at all the parties in the 80s, okay? So when my mom was getting ready to go out, all I heard was, I heard it before. 
Like, it was I like, oh, I said it before. I never let the mic magnetize even no more. Listen, so it was like, every beat. No, this is what my mom, my mom The Aussies love it, though. Listen, no, they do. My mom is young. My mom listen, my mom is 50. She is the same age as me. We're the same age. So, it was like, I heard this. So, I had, in one ear, I had the gospel legends, like the Clark sisters and the Widens and Same the Caravans. Man. Come on, Caravans. Okay. And then in one ear, I had my mom with like Slick Rick, Dougie Fresh, uh-huh. Eric B., Rakim, Jody Watley, Lisa Lisa, and Colt Jam. And then I had my grandfather with like Motown and Ooh, Stats this like in none of Philadelphia. Right. <laughs> no, but it's like, but this is what, this is what formed me. Right. Who I am now. Mm-hmm. But it's like, what do the kids have now? Like, who are they listening to? Like, Nobody is substance. And there's also this whole thing now where everybody's doing like a, there's like an obsession with the 90s. Like, so everything got a sample in it. Everything, uh, 90s, 90s, 90s. But they still, the thing is they sample it, but they don't know They don't know it. Like, in the 90s when stuff was sampled, we had to know the sample. Right. And it made it mean more because we knew it. Because we, because we knew the samples. Now it's like, oh, this is my sample. And they, they don't care about what happened before the sample. And the they listeners don't now. know where it came from. They think that that is just part of the song. Right. I bet you I could count on a hand how many people I know that didn't know Chris Brown's undecided samples, I Love Your Smile. Listen, they don't know who Shanice is. Don't. Hell, Shanice don't know who she is some oh, days. But and, and she's not, No, and she's one of the best, but I'm just saying, like, you're not wrong. But they even don't when, know what this. was that song with, with that sample, um, that sample, um... Brownstone and it's like keeping it up. Oh, uh, Tory Lane. Tory Lane. Yeah, them kids you know don't know that the original song. That pissed me song. off because I hated. Because I think when what year did that come? And he out? said he didn't even know. 2016. He said he didn't yeah. know 2015. that song. 2015. Because I was still in DC and I used to hate driving around in my Mustang. He used to have a thing too. Listen, uh, black, all black. black, and I had a sunroof. I had it custom oh, put in that motherfucker. Look at you. Listen, I just I used to hate riding around, around thinking Brownstone was coming on and it wasn't. It was like when Plies used that Janet Jackson sample. <laughs> and I used to be ready. Like, oh, Janet about to go in. And I, hey, busty, bitch. Motherfucker, what? Like, that's not what I'm here for. There's a time and a place. There's a time and a place. But the Keep kids today, they don't want to know where it came from. They no. don't care. They want to know the now. Right. The 90s blew me. And it was a lot of like, beefs back then and battles that was underground that people didn't know about and I feel like you wrote about that before Mm. all of the different musical beefs that happened and it's very different from like Drake and Meek now or Kanye and Nicki now it was deep seated and rooted in music back then can we talk about the the Luther Vandross and um, In Vogue very deep seated and very because we didn't have social media, so it wasn't like we could put you had to out. really be into music. You had to, to be know. in it to know. So Luther Vandross and Vogue, which is actually one of my favorites. Same. Luther at the time was like everything R and B. Like yeah. he was it. Like R and B, you wanted to be Luther, but Luther didn't want to be R and B. Luther wanted to be pop. Yeah. He wanted mm. that Michael Jackson hit. He wanted that. Bad boy. He wanted. He wanted that Anita Baker hit, so there was also a beef between Anita and Luther. Which we should also talk about. I mean, it's real. Like, he wanted to reach heights that he couldn't. So he became a, like, a prima donna of sorts, like, 
he got in Vogue to open for his tour. And in Vogue, new kids on the block, like, they just want to sing. Like, you know, Terry Ellis can sing anything. <laughs> um, you know, Maxine is Maxine. Cindy is beautiful. Beyond. And Don is crazy. It's cash. <laughs> so it's like you got this new group. Everybody fine. Some people crazy, whatever. And, you know, on the road, when you go on tour with people, there are certain rules that you must follow. Like if you're a newbie, you are a newbie. Luther felt that he was Patti LaBelle status. Like, I've been in the game since 1970, whatever. In Vogue is just coming out in 1992. Well, 19, 1990 was the first album born to sing. And it's like, Luther didn't like a lot of the stuff they were doing on tour. Like, he didn't agree with how they practiced, when they practiced, who they had on in their entourage. So he tried to shut a lot of that out. So he, he tried to, like, create this hierarchy of, I'm Luther and you are in Vogue. So he started, like putting up wall, like literally constructing walls behind the stage. Messy. Like this is where you will be. Well, a queen, a queen or queen. Um, <laughs> will. Uh, <laughs> rest on, girl. Um, he, he started doing this stuff and in Vogue as this young, I mean, I think, well, Steph, you are a young black woman. I think I got young black sisters. I know how young black women are. Y'all not going to go for a lot of shit. Hmm. So at one point, uh, at, I mean, at one point in Vogue was like, no, but also I'm a gay black man. My sisters have a gay black brother. My brother has a gay brother. They know I'm not gonna go for a lot of shit either. So, no, you won't. Like Luther called the police on them hoes in Miami. <laughs> like they not supposed to be no, here. Luther. Like Luther called the police on in Vogue. They're so sweet like, and classy. No, no, not Don. She's crazy as cat shit. Valid with that husband but, of hers. Uh, oh, he beat her. He's doing. Oh, he was the one. Oh. Can I say, oh, edit this out. Um, <laughs> Not. <laughs> no, but he was, he was, uh, Luther was, uh, Luther wanted to be something that he was never going to be. Sylvester. Mm. He, oh. <laughs> Sorry. That hurt my heart. Come on, Sylvester. So, it was okay. a bit of it in there. Luther wanted to be too many things. Well, not Luther known. wanted to be what the industry wanted him to be. Everybody's always searching for it's Motown is what I always go back to. Motown was black without being black. That's why the Grammys and shit. You no, had, they black without being niggerish. Without being niggerish, no, it, no, but without being black. That's why J Lo was the perfect person to do the tribute at the Grammys. Uh, it's oh because it's God, all inclusive. Oh, we can go into that. It's all inclusive. That's why. That's. What black music has become. Yes, you're it, right. It is that's, being black without being too black. Like you said, being niggerish. Like, that's why 30 years after the height of New Jack Swing, Bruno Mars is winning awards for doing New Jack Swing because he's black but not too black. Music or our culture in general is, is digestible if it's not too black. Mm -hmm. It's something to be celebrated. It's something... You know, that we all can embrace if it's not too black. And that was Luther's problem. Like, he 
He didn't want to be too black, but he couldn't help. Like you heard Luther voice, it sounded like Crisco. Like <laughs> I mean, it, no, it sounded like, it, it sound you like Crisco. You cannot say that this man sound like a soul it, food player. Listen, it sounded like Crisco, the Follies, the Mill, and maybe a little bit of the Fireplace. Come on, the Mill. Come on, the Fireplace. Listen, maybe a, it, Luther it, definitely sounds like the Mill. That's what it. It was. It was very. <laughs> Stephanie's in her bag. <laughs> Stephanie always. I love bag. Lou now. You know Luther, that's that's Jackie. No Boyd Luther. Right I here. love I love Luther so much. So what happened with Luther and Anita? Anita was tired of him. <laughs> uh, no, I mean. And Anita so, don't play with nobody. It's very simple. Anita clocked the shit I was talking about just now. She mm. knew where he was trying to go, and she was like, "Oh no, that's not working for my brand. I'm riding to the top." This is yeah. before she had a baby and got pregnant. Up the roof, she was like, "Up the ladder to the roof." Well, we no. Anita was like, "I gotta go there." So, the first time Anita was supposed to perform with him at the uh, uh, the Grammys, I think, Anita backed out at the last minute. The second time they were on tour. And Anita quit the tour. Luther didn't know it, but she was pregnant, so she quit the tour at the time. Mm-hmm. The third time they were supposed to record a duet. Um, after she quit the tour, Luther was pissed, so they didn't talk for a couple of years. They were supposed to record a duet for his album after he reached out, and she was like, "Yeah, I'll do it." The day of the session, Anita never showed up, which is why we have I, I have um, I who have nothing. With Luther and Martha Wash is a thing now. It's like one of my favorite Luther songs. Because Anita was supposed to be there. She never showed up. So Luther called Martha. Which was great. And Martha always be available when the Listen, she be available. Whether you're going to credit her or not. She's going to be there. Like, I'm going to sing it. (laughs) You once belonged to me. I let you go. I mean, I was like. (laughs) Martha was there. And Anita just was like, uh, I can't do it. Like, I don't want to be a part of what Luther's trying to do. Like, I'm riding to the top already. I'm already going to be pop. Like, I'm going to. Anita be over. She Anita was like, listen. She did that on the Boomerang soundtrack. She that's did. how Tony got listen. famous. <laughs> no, that's really. literally what no, happened. That's literally. No, they was like, like, Babyface was like, all right, I just cut listen. this record. I want you to come sing it. She was like, well, the demo sounds amazing. Just let her do it. Listen, no, really. And that's what Anita's always done because her career has always been. Not always, because when she first started. They told her she couldn't sing. They told my mom, like, you can't crazy. sing. Like, we know you in chapter eight. You're trying to go solo and all this stuff. But, girl, just give it up. That's, she's one of my favorite. But, Anita, no. Okay, listen. Listen. <laughs> I done cried many years and many Not tears years. and many fears. So I need a baby. Listen, I have a new appreciation now for whatever it takes. As an adult, as a grown person. I've always told you. I just can't believe that she was on the phone with that operator going off like that. <laughs> Calling the police. <laughs> Listen, no, Anita is that type of artist though. Like she didn't like once she once she hit in the quiet storm, Melvin Lindsay, she was like big. Like mm-hmm. that was her lane and it became black culture became American culture. Yeah. That's what happens. With Luther, it didn't happen in the same way because when Luther came out, you had everybody and their mama making soul records. I right. mean, Luther, you might have sounded the best, but you weren't that girl. Like, <laughs> no, Luther wasn't that girl, <laughs> but he wasn't that girl. So mm-hmm. that's what happened with him. So that's why him and Anita got into their whole 
beef. And it wasn't even a beef on Anita Park. I mean, she was just down. Anita with was it. home curling her hair. You know, she started doing her own hair. She said to <laughs> him, tell. Love, like, and she was just like, hmm. <laughs> so you spoke to you spoke to the Martha Walsh just stepping in. I spoke to Tony Braxton stepping in. What are other songs that were stolen back then, or even now that you might hmm. know about? So, um, some of my favorites actually are. Um, you can't fall out. Yeah. No, it, it, no. It's funny to think about. Um, Tina Turner's "What's Love Got to Do with It." Oh, who's that for? Phyllis Hyman. It was written for Phyllis Hyman. Phyllis Hyman. I could not see Phil singing that. And it well, would be a different song. It would I mean, be a completely it, it, different song. A completely different song. Yeah. That was a Phyllis, originally a Phyllis Hyman song. I can actually hear it. She didn't do um, Janet Jackson's whole control album. Well, yeah. The majority of it was for. Um, who Sharon um, Bryant, who used to be Cheryl Sharon Bryant, who used to be the lead singer of Atlantic Star. Oh. Jimmy Jam and Terry Lewis wrote the majority of the album for her already, like not lyrics, but you know instrumentals, music. music. Yeah. And Sharon was like, "No, I just left Atlantic Star, and I'm trying to do something different. This is too like rambunctious. I want to be like different." Mm-hmm. So it went to Janet, and mm. we got what is now Control. Control. Mm. Um, even like, oh man, there are so many, even shit from, most of it is from the eighties. I would say like a lot of stuff that was supposed to be on Janet's first album, which Renee and Angela, Angela Wimbush, everything, Angela Wimbush is that girl. She is, she is the girl. Love sorry, her. Luther. Sorry. <laughs> no, she they that sorry, was supposed Luke. to be on her album. Janet was like, "No, I don't want that. It's not what I'm looking for." All that stuff went to other people. Like mm. it's like sometimes when an artist is in artist mode, I guess I don't know what it's yeah. called. Um, they know what's best for their project and they know what's not. And definitely in the case of like Phyllis Hyman. Like, it's not for my project. Um, it could have been. But can you imagine somebody else singing What's Love Got to Do With It? Like Not, not in it being as it, yeah, it wouldn't be. It wouldn't sound like, that way. If, if if Phyllis sang it, it would be, first of all, way more devastating. Slit your wrist while you're listening to it. Like, <laughs> way more devastating. Very devastating. Okay, another... Because it's not a sad song the way that Tina sings it. Yeah, even it's a very it's empowering. Like, it's empowering. Like, what's love got to exactly. do with it? No, and Phyllis, bitch, what's love got to do with it? You know, I'm living all alone. Listen, Listen, it would be a different thing. I feeling. asked you to meet me on the moon. You ain't show up. Let, oh. Wow. Soon as you can. Can you imagine? In the middle of the Okay, wait. You f- uh, all right, Peebo. So wait. And- ah! Look, look, <laughs> my mom. Oh, my, wait, Peebo, my mom. Wait, my mom went to see Peebo and Regina Bell two weeks ago. She said the show was everything. Listen, because she was Peebo, trying to get me to go, and I was supposed to be in LA. I should have went. She went with Evan Child. Oh, she ain't getting uh, no more. Listen, give Jackie my number because I will go. Listen, I will go to. So I'm going to give y'all my biggest, like, supposed to be for somebody else, I guess. So... This is like a big one that I love. The Neo Soul movement. I hate the word Neo Soul. I hate Keter Massenberg, we talking about you. Yeah, listen. <laughs> Mary J. Blige was at the forefront of that, and people don't know. 
and it burns me up. Like when she you was talking about recording, come close with comments. Like listen, when she was recording, share my world, an album. Share listen, most of the stuff, a lot of the stuff she recorded was with D'Angelo. There's a song called Paradise, which is amazing, and there's also a song called um, I didn't know that. Everything or, or Every Day, which Every Angie day. Stone, no, which oh. Angie Stone recorded and used on. Every day, every day, every Ooh! day. Oh! is by far my favorite. I listen to it every day because I'd be like, send me that. MP3. Like this is where you're supposed to be. So Ooh. it's like, it's a lot of times it's label politics that get in the way of. It's like A and R was like, oh no, this is not right for you, Mary. Mm-hmm. At this time, you just left um, Uptown. Well, you're yeah, you just left Uptown. You're not with Puffy. Let's keep it. Let's show people that you can do the hip hop soul thing by Without yourself. Yeah. Now the next album. You can do Mary. You can be like soulful and neo soulish or whatever. Mary was my favorite. It, it's my Mary. Favorite. It is my favorite Mary album. I listen to it every day. Um, <laughs> Valentine's every Day was the other day, day, and I listen to Memories on repeat all day. Let, sitting here, I was going to ask y'all how y'all Valentine's Day. Valentine's Day. Listen, mm. but that was that's one of my favorite. Like this was supposed to be for you, but it's not. So that's why. You got people like Jill and uh, Erica and Angie who are like the mothers of Neo. Mm-hmm. So, which Angie actually is because what Vertical Hole was doing in like the late eighties, early nineties mm-hmm. is really like yeah. Neo. So yeah, 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 yeah. But the stuff that D'Angelo produced for Mary went on to become like this is Neo. So, mm-hmm. and she did. Yeah. Well, speaking of Mary, because Mary is actually. Uh, for our fifth anniversary R&B trivia kickoff, we're celebrating. We're, so we're doing like some of our favorite trivia themes, and you've been so hardcore with trivia. We so appreciate you for being so faithful. That's where we met because he beat us. Oh, he beats everybody. And like, that- team sickening loss that day. I was taking pictures for the site, <laughs> and it was his team that won. That's where we met. Oh, okay, it was me and it was Dan. Danielle. Danielle, like she Shut and up I. Yeah. Music historians. But I'm just saying, like I found out Danielle knows her shit. Mm-hmm. Like knows her shit. Like random stuff. And I was like, okay, well you know this and I know this, so. I guess we on a team and we just gonna win every month until Steph stopped us from winning. <laughs> yeah, I had to retire y'all's jersey because it was just too much. Other people needed to win, but but so what we're doing with uh, trivia this year instead of doing it every single month is quarterly, um, and we're gonna do twists on like some of the like most popular uh, themes that we had. So Mary J. Blige was a very popular theme. Uh, that's also where we first bonded over. Um, what the love I never had Listen. that night, and um, but we're also what our well, twist is that we're doing it with all her daughters. So like Keisha Cole, all the hood love girls, Keisha, Monica, mm. K. Michelle, Tasha, everybody that came after her in that same vein. Okay. And Stephanie is bringing the size along for the ride. Right. So let's talk about your 25th anniversary. What's the 411 post? 25th anniversary was my very first post on ebforpress.com. And it was like, if I'm going to start a website about music, it has to coincide with something Mary. Because Mary is the reason. Why you sing? Why? No, no, literally. Like, literally. She is the reason why I sing. She is the reason why I, like, I always credit my family, my grandparents, my parents, my uncles for giving me, like, that music knowledge. But... 
Mary is the first celebrity I saw at the time who was using samples, who was remaking songs, and knew mm-hmm. who she was sampling, who she was remaking. Like, wait on that. So you have a a story, and it was like Mary J versus. Mary J versus it Faith was it Jones. was because it was like that's a thing when that's you were, a bad when one. you were doing the covers and you were like who's the oh one Mary and the Gap Band yeah Mary and the Mary Gap and Band. the Gap Band it was like Mary would so there's a part of Mary that takes like songs like Sweet Thing I'm mad at Shotgun right now for doing some shady shit for Mary um um Natural Woman Our Love by Natalie Cole put on the share my like she would do these popular songs but she would also do songs like Let No Man Put Us Under or <laughs> I'm in love, like that people. Okay, didn't I know. did not know I'm in love was a cover. Be, it, 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 and that's my shit. And let me tell you why. Let me tell you why. It's because Charlie Wilson is, I would say, one of the most talented male vocalists. Hands like, down. He, he, his style influenced. No, me and, and my Jack sister loves him. At the Charlie show, his style influenced everything we know about male army yep. now. Because Can he I say something? Him, him, and Shirley Murdoch is how people start singing there, like. Like, Shirley Murdoch had that hood rap voice that Lil Mo does and all them kind of girls. That's Shirley. Let me tell you, Shirley Murdoch gave birth to... No, Shirley Murdoch and Stephanie Mills mm. gave birth to Lil Mo, Coco, mm-hmm. Nicole Ray. Mm-hmm. Sing like, Cole Ray. They, they all, Gina Thompson, yep. they all came from that Nothing same womb. Listen, Gina Thompson's second album, which is unreleased, she has a song. What, talking all that yada yada? Listen, I need no. the files. Let me tell you about unreleased music and like shit. I got That's how I am with Brandy. No, it, it's. What? Okay. No, don't, don't, don't do Brandy. Wait, so what? Before we start talking, back, go back to the 25th anniversary, what's a 411? What's your favorite unreleased Mary? Unreleased? Mm-hmm. Oh my god. Unreleased Mary, my favorite is a song called Soulmate that she did. Mm. Which predated what Jill Scott did on Who Is Jill Scott when you mix in poetry with singing. Oh. Because the whole song was Mary doing a poem about finding her soulmate. So and early then singing. Brooklyn. Yeah, very early. Like Shut was, up, Mary Brooklyn. No, Mary was just like always looking for love in all the wrong places and different races. Like it was it was very like Jill. Scott Heron, yes. Really? It was very like this is not No, it was very this is Jill not this is not Mary my pain. No, yeah. Real. Uh-huh. It was like very like this is not hip hop soul Mary and it goes along with like she was like Neo Soul before Neo Soul was a thing. Mm-hmm. That's probably my favorite unreleased Mary song. Other than that, um I have two more. Be right there. Which it's a rumor that in Vogue does the background vocals on that song, which I they will do kind of like, it's uh, I'm gonna send it to y'all. And then the other one is actually probably um, Unreleased Mary. Oh, okay. So Mary has a song where she is... It's like Share My World on steroids. I wouldn't be able to handle that. Um, (laughs) It's called Don't Walk Away. Have you heard Don't Walk Away? I only know one Unreleased Mary song and you know what it is. Which one? Skycap. Okay, Skycap is good. Oh, also, okay, Disrespectful, the song she did for Shaka. Uh-huh. Mary's version by herself is the version. I don't like the Shaka version. Yeah. I like Mary by herself There's because she was... a Mary version? I know the I had that Shaka version in 2005. Shaka's album didn't come out to like 2008, but I was listening to Mary like... Because she was singing. Like, you you hitting the notes without hitting the notes. Cause... <laughs> but... Oh, my was, God. No, but it was on. Keep she your was face singing. honest. No, I, and that's why the fans don't like me. Because I keep, I'm very honest. Like, 
she was hitting them notes in a way that if anybody else did it, you'd be like, oh, that motherfucker can't sing. Right. When Mary did it, you was like, oh, I feel it. Mm-hmm. I was like, yeah, that's, listen, I cussed my mom out. I called her when I said, you disrespectful, bitch. I hung up. <laughs> oh, my God. What's happening on this damn show? I hung up. <laughs> I ain't getting no money for about a month or two, but I hung up. Like, I was like, you disrespectful. But those are, like, my top Mary unreleased songs. Mm-hmm. But they are, like, Mary's power is that you feel it. Every time. She emotes. So, okay, swabbing it back. So, we what's the four? To, go ahead. But I was going to say we might need to put a Rihanna question in there for tomorrow. Yeah, you should okay. because Rihanna is definitely. The next, the new Mary J. Blige. Mama that's emotes why Mary with shaky vocals. so much. That's why. I, and I always tell people. Uh, and we talked about that, but I didn't want to bring it up because I didn't know where you were Oh, no. I'm there because I feel it because I'm like, what Mary was then, what she represented in the industry was, I'm young. I am free. I don't give a fuck. Let me do me. That's what Rihanna does. I didn't see it at first, but now yeah. I'd be like, yeah, you a it's young Mary. Like, you do what the mm-hmm. fuck you it's want. It's a completely different but, style. Mm-hmm. A new cut, a new, a new color, color, a new yep. hairdo. Hey, but, see Deborah! <laughs> but it's still like that. It resonates the same. But even how Rihanna sings, like when she does Love on the Brain yeah. and Higher and Listen, all that, those are all Mary. But you I didn't, feel that. Okay, so when Rihanna came in, I liked... Um, it was loving that you want was my shit. Like Ooh. you couldn't tell me shit. I was like, she's speaking patois. I didn't know what was going on. But no, I'm serious. But then other stuff came out and everybody loved it. I was like, I'm not feeling it. But then stuff like love on the brain. I was like, oh, I feel this. I was like, oh, you were married. You like was you you were doing what Keisha Cole should have been doing. Go back to Well, who should have been doing? Keisha Cole. It wouldn't have hit me the same. Mm. I get where you going, but Keisha, Keisha's second album was it for me. Like I was like, this is what I, I want you to say. It's the this the album that had "Remember" on it. Oh no, I was I was off because then to me she seemed too polished. I was like, it, it was very the lyrics is what got me. I'll never listen that far. <laughs> it's fine. I'm not. I don't know where I stand with Keisha. I haven't thought about it too hard. Can I just tell you, I never was a Keisha Cole fan, but a different me album I thought was so good. I'm trying to introduce you to a sexy side of I don't want to meet she her. She was going all Ooh. shit. I'm just that. Saying. Please don't stop was my shit. I didn't mean to take us down a rabbit hole. Back to what's the four one? Oh, what's the four one? What's the four one? Is the album that has influenced all of what we listen to today, like that hybrid of hip hop and R and B. Mary wasn't the first to do it. She acknowledges that, but she was the one to she be like, popularized this it. is it yeah. right now. So everything, and it's like good and bad to me. Because it's like, I hate, like, if you Google like 2015 R&B, it's like Drake in there. It's like all these rappers. It it's like convoluted. It's like, but what about the R&B, not the hip hop, but that's what they, you know, black culture is essentially mm-hmm. hip hop to them. So anything popular is hip hop, like Twitter. Black Twitter is hip hop Twitter. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Like it's like this is the, the the voice of the streets, urban. I didn't grow up on the fucking streets. I grew up on a dirt road. <laughs> I mean, I moved to the streets of DC. <laughs> shout out to Temple Hill. Shout out. I'm dead. Shout out to Northeast. Shout out. Oh, shout out to Northwest. <laughs> listen, listen. You were there. One zero zero two. Um, <laughs> but. No, I'm serious. But what Mary did with What's the Four One One was introduce us to a way of blending like 
black music. Like we had hip hop rising, and then we had R and B, who was still like R and B has been going strong forever. She was like, let's put them together, um, and it was really her doing it. Mm. Like it was not necessarily her brainchild, but it was like authentically her, right. which separates her from what I think a lot of people do now. Which is like, oh, let's make this album. That's not you. Mm-hmm. Like, she is genuinely a child of the 70s who grew up when Miss Cora was listening to Dorothy Moore singing Misty Blue. Mm-hmm. But she grew up Ms. and was Cora, going to high school. Miss Cora, her mom, Listen, y'all. with them flat feet. Cora Blige. Cora Blige. Look, <laughs> Thomas and Cora. Mary J. Blige, January 11, 1971. Same. Um, all the way. But it's like, you have her doing this, but at the same time, she's growing up in the, going to high school in like the eight, well, she ain't finished, but. Going to high school in the eighties, oh and it's like coming up with the hip hop generation. So mm-hmm. at the same time, you got Puff H U, um, <laughs> who coming up and doing the same thing. So it's like let's put this album together for this girl. Let's do this. It became what we know today as popular music. Like, yeah. mm-hmm. I mean, she killed New Jack Swing without trying. Without trying, it was like oh, I'm I'm killing it. And then and then again, she killed. That initial hip hop soul when she came out with the Mary album in 1999, she mm-hmm. was like, I don't want to do that, I want to do something different. So, we already decided everybody's favorite Mary J. Blige album is Mary 1999. Yes. Oh, yeah. Um, what are some of y'all's favorite Mary J. Blige songs, just in general? Mm. Love No Limit is the mm-hmm. first song that is the day. Okay, is it who is that man singing on the remix version? Which one? Um, do you mean baby? No, it's like don't you look no more. It's a man singing hella. I I thought that was Kenny Green, but yeah, I could be wrong. From intro? Yeah, because he wrote that song, Love No Limit, the original. But I could be wrong on that. Kenny Green from intro wrote Love No Limit. Kenny Green was the man. Like he was doing no. Kenny Green was (laughs) he like he was the one. Um, Love No Limit is a song that. I first fell in love with Mary. Like I said, I was raised with my grandparents. My grandparents, my grandmother listened to nothing but gospel. My grandfather was like all like Motown and old stuff. I don't know how they got this Mary J. Blige was the 411 tape in that house. Come on, tape. But I sat and I was listening to it one night in front of the stereo in the den. And when I got to that song. Black people love a den. Li- oh, Dude. Listen, still got it. <laughs> I got to that song, it was, that is who I am now. The first time listening to that song shaped everything. Mm. It was like, repeat, rewind, play it again. Like, listen, I'm a serial, like, repeater. Like, I will Save. play a song over and over. Remember back in the day, we had to stop, hold listen, the rewind, listen. and you, like, got to go back for to get it and right, listen, at, right the at the start? I, I thought that I was that. a DJ doing that shit. Oh, oh. listen, the way I used to make tapes. I was selling my tapes in school. No, like, seriously. I was like, yeah. Well, I'd be like, I'm everybody gonna... listen to this, and it'd be a mix of, like, the Bootylicious remix, and it'd fade into some Mary J. Blige shit. See, that's how... That, that's you would have thought I was generation. Like, like we used to do that. I'm done. You would have thought that I was at 95.5. Oh, wow. See, here we go. Here we go. That that was my love for Mary. Love, um, No Limit is the first. Other songs would be, like we said, The Love I Never Had. So I gotta listen. The love I never had, and I have several versions of that song, all live, recorded in different cities while she was on tour, and I listened to them all because they each it was real. Mm. Um, beautiful one, Rich Harrison. Ooh! Rich Harrison. Wait, Rich with, Harrison did beautiful music, one. Music, yes. Rich I Harrison did beautiful one, and then he turned around and did yours. um, what was the um, in the meantime from No More Drama, and it's like. 
these songs sound totally different and they're so beautiful, but they Music. sound different from what we think of mm-hmm. as like the A. Marie, um, Rich Harrison, like mm-hmm. pots and pans. It's like, oh, you that's can what produce. Shut up. No, but it's like you can produce that song. Um, Reminisce is always going to be one of my favorites. Like, um, um, Don't Go from the My Life album and the Love Wait, and Life album. Wait, me, 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 me. Is that Faith Listen. singing on that, right? Faith sang on most Faith, of Yeah, Faith was going off. Um, don't do that. Don't I do love, that. No, I love Faith. I love don't Faith. Do, don't do Mrs. Jordan no, like I'm that. Not do, P.S. I'm not gonna I do. love that she's married to Stevie J. I hate it. I don't like it either. I love it. I'm going to tell you why I hate it. Because they I, was having when, I'm telling you, they've been no, sleeping yeah, there since the have. 90s. Oh, but yeah, for sure. My thing with Faith is, Faith is so, like, Faith is talented. I was in Flatbush earlier today eating a burger or in Flatbush at Midwood Flat. Shout out to them because that burger was good. Um, and I was waiting for the dollar van outside, and all this love came on from my first album. Oh my god! And I was like, Faith, you're so talented, but your whole career has been gimmick after gimmick. Like, like you can't really be Faith the artist because first you're Biggie's wife, now you're Biggie's widow, and you were Biggie's widow for a long time. Like you Whoa. capitalized on that. Yeah, like, she really did. You, well, you didn't like you should have because you really could have capitalized. If you would have had that book and that movie deal with it coinciding with the album, you would have been it. But you didn't do that because you're lazy. Um, oh my God. But then after that, it turned into oh, now she's married to Biggie, um, Stevie J. So you're always gonna be known as somebody's wife, Biggie's ex. Always like you're mm-hmm. never gonna get away from that. And you're far too talented. Like your vocals. And her pen. I also think Listen, that Faith Evans' pen Diddy is crazy. did some of that to her, though, because Faith Evans got popping during a beef between Diddy and Mary J. No, she did. And it, it was, and it wasn't even a beef. It was Biggie, I mean, not Biggie, Diddy, I don't even call him Diddy. Puff. Puffy. Puff. Because we grown people, grown people call him Puff and Puffy. Puff. Yeah. Like, he was like, oh, people like this Mary so why not we make to get another one. Mary? Like mm-hmm. keep going. Mary's questions. not on Bad Boy. She stayed with Uptown. I need a Mary because that's what brings the money. And every label has to have a woman. Like mm-hmm. Motown had the Supremes. I had and Martha and Van Luz and the Supremes. Um, then you had like Taboo had like Sherelle. Then you had oh, Uptown shit. with. <laughs> let me tell you something. Sherelle had an album in the late nineties. That is it. I still listen to it. Uh, our friend Dre is. Number one fan. <laughs> no, of listen, Sherelle is my girl. He thinks Sherelle is Beyonce. <laughs> listen, no, and, and she Sherelle was, and, because it's and true. she was. Like he will fight anybody about behind but Sherelle. It's real. Every label has like that woman. So Puff just knew what he needed to do. The thing with Faith is that people don't get like people give her credit. They be like, oh, the backgrounds, the backgrounds. Yeah, she did that. Like she brought those gospel harmonies. To R and B and layering her block. own vocals, she she is she might be Karen Cole at this point. <laughs> Where is Swinkie? Um, right. <laughs> she like she brought that, but at the same time, like you said, her pen, like writing, like I used to be a fat church girl too. I know what it feels <laughs> like. No, no, I grew up. A&E. Thank y'all for coming out. God no, bless I'm serious. This is the, the latest episode of the site. Listen. So we my want to pen, I friends. might write some stuff too. Faith was it, but I hate my my pet peeve about the faith and the Mary thing. People give people like, oh, that was Faith's album. That was Faith's first album. Or Faith is all in the backgrounds. Yeah, Faith is prominent on a lot of the background vocals, but also, Mary is also. 
and so is Latanya, Mary's sister mm-hmm. that people don't respect. Mm-hmm. She don't Big go nowhere without La- Latanya. <laughs> well, she did for a couple of years when she was married to Kendu. When you see how that turned out, mm-hmm. um, they be separating you from your family. Listen, on and and now Latanya be listen everywhere Mary go now. Like you said, Latanya be right in the background there. or by the side with a nappy weave, and she be right <laughs> there. No, she she be right there. I love Latanya. Looking like Cora. Look, looking just like Cora. <laughs> that is her face. That- that is a hard no, face. The they all have um, Cora's face, but Latanya definitely yeah. has. Mary has Thomas's face. She has her, his whole. She don't know it, but she got it. Bruce, their brother. <laughs> I'm so upset. I, I, I want him to sit on my face. I fell his um, IG one day. See, you heard this. What? And you see? Edit that you out. missed it. <laughs> um, I'm gonna hear it on the playback. I, I love. I over. love Bruce. It's you. I oh. love. I love Bruce. Um. And Jonquil don't look nothing like nobody. Well, she got a different father. And oh, that's why she looked different. I was like, Jonquil. She's she young. You know how the young kids just be different. She just yeah. different. Like, <laughs> like, they be inviting Jonquil to stuff. Like when Mary and Tanya be celebrating their birthday with celebrities. And I'd be like, well, who is this little girl there? And they'd be like, oh, that's Jonquil. Like, it's not. I'd be quite forgetting there. about her. She forget about her sometimes. <laughs> but swapping it back. Okay, so what's some of your favorite Marys? Deep Cut Marys. Deep Cut Mary. So Mary is my favorite album. This is not a deep cut, but I love your child as if I had the type of relationship oh, she definitely. was talking about. Oh, definitely. And it really song. messed me mm. up. Listen. Mm. <laughs> mm. Today you had a visitor. Mm. Uh, should I say that a That video when it was the two Marys and one had that Listen. severe flip. Yeah. Mary. <laughs> my favorite thing about Mary is her videos she has done multiple marys so many times yeah. like that's her theme like uh, mariah I can be got people. it from her yeah, yeah. Blanks is shaking listen no really like, it's like i'm always somebody different but me in the video and it's only because my hair is different but <laughs> the, only the only thing my hair is because the boots still be up to her the, chin the boots still be up to your chin <laughs> you know she and that was so that was the video right before no right after she got her titties done Oh, yeah, because them boobs were personal. She only wore Dolce & Gabbana when she 2001 did the, I'm going to tell you what to look at. Look at the You Remind Me video, the You Remind Me remix, when she was Ooh. dancing in the silver and them little mosquito bumps. They so like And I was like, oh, uh-huh. she getting it. But when she came out with Deep Inside and they were sitting in that dress, and I was like, oh, somebody had been to see Dr. China. Like, Listen, what's going on? The problem is for many years. I also think, and I forget, she has a lot of songs with the word love in it. But whatever song is like, and the sweet memories, I, I know you can leave me now for the record. Number 15, no, number, yeah, number 15. Oh I love that song, but there's a, that, there's a random Jordan Sparks song uh, that samples that song, and then it made me revisit to make sure, and I was just like, that Wait, it's like, a, so that's actually I Battlefield. Isaac Hayes, um, Ike's joint. That was his song. That's a, that, so that's another thing I appreciate about, appreciate about Mary. Her sample choices and her cover choices are all deep cuts. It's never a song. It's never a popular song from back in the yeah. day. It's always like, I feel like only my family was listening to Search and when it was out. Now it's a black cookout song. What, Search? Yeah. Roy Ayers. Roy Ayers. I mean, mm-hmm. and, and that's part of like why when I started the site, I wanted to do her because that's what made me appreciate music. Because yeah. I was like, yeah, she's high all the time and she's young, but this and her girl voice wasn't always where really, it is now. Right, but her knowledge of well, music attracted me to her. So this is what it, different from me. I knew that her voice was that when anybody else didn't. I was like, no, I can hear that. Like I, I hear 
certain notes or I hear the way you phrase certain notes or even some unreleased stuff I've heard. I'm like, oh, yeah, you or when she was on um, Christopher Williams first album or not first album, second album. On Good Loving. And I was like, oh, Mary's a, a mezzo-soprano. Oh, I thought she was a tenor. And we you should know? also say that Mary also invented the staccato run. When she was like, you, you, you. you listen. You, 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 Let me you, tell you, I call her the scale oh, runner. Because she will run up and down the scale, step by step, uh-huh. minute by minute. Like, she will do it. And she and didn't even know she was doing it. She anything. was so no. Like, <laughs> because she thought jazziness to Mary's It's because she was trying to be Anita Baker. Like, mm. Oh, when she sang Angel to so Anita Baker. In 2014 at Radio and, City, Anita was yes. on I was there the night before when she brought out Tyrese, and I seen she brought Mary out the next day. I was so mad. Listen, but baby, Anita was not ready. Like she didn't no, think she didn't that know. Mary was gonna go off like that. A lot like of people that. don't. We're gonna watch know. it after this. No, no, <laughs> that is real because I got it on my iPod and everything. Like, real, I still got an iPod. On but it's so funny because Anita be like. Anita, Anita so don't happy. be ready because Anita grew up at a t- or she came of age in the industry at a time. When the only girls doing, like, it was like the girls before, like, Shaka, Aretha, Patty. But the only girls of her time were her and Luther. It was like, <laughs> you know, girl. No, it was like, it's us. So we the only ones that can sing. And then it's like, after that, it's like the hip-hop, quote-unquote, generation. You're not paying attention to them. So she didn't pay attention to no damn Mary J. Blige or nothing. Right. But now it's like, oh, like, oh, you can actually do that performance when they sung Angel. And Mary entered the bridge too early. And oh, then she yeah, had to she stop her. Hold on, hold on, hold on. And then Mary was like, oh, I got you, bitch. Wait till we come right. back again. And when she came back, <laughs> listen. I've been in a Mary J. Bly, at a Mary J. Bly's concert in Charlotte, North Carolina in 2006 on the Breakthrough Tour. I was in the concert in the audience. And Mary was singing. And the music went out. And she was, like, shaking. And the venue was shaking. Like, we were shaking. That was like one of those days I was like, oh, I'm a fan of her right motherfucker because she, ah! like, she is singing and we are shaking. Like my friend was with me. She's a big girl. She was like, hold me. Like, I was like, oh, don't, don't touch me. Let me, let me, let me feel it. Like she was going. Come on. Church. And I was like, That's Mary, Mary is doing it. We can feel it. Mm. The people now, there are people that do it that can feel it because I'm not going to take away from nobody that's doing it that can feel it. But the people that are pop are not doing it so we can feel it because they don't feel it. Like mm-hmm. Mary felt the music. They don't mm-hmm. feel the music because they don't know the music. Mary knew the music. Yeah. So to wrap up, what is your wish for black music? What's your Black History Month wish for black music? My wish for black music is that there will be some sort of... Uh, That's a good question. Some sort of solution to the generational gap where like Shaka was on Steve Harvey saying that the people lack talent. I'm like, you can't say that because these people are talented. But... You have to nurture that talent. Like, if they're if they don't know or they're not talented, it's because of y'all. It's yeah. because y'all didn't teach them. It's because we didn't teach them. Mm. So my wish is that we will find some solution to like, you know, somebody like Shaka or Regina Bell or Mickey Howard or whoever saying that somebody like um, Lettucey or Tanache or uh, Ari Lennox don't have talent. It's like, no, they have talent, but it's different from yours because the generation before you might not have thought that you had talent either. Like, I remember Sarah Vaughn definitely saying some of those people don't have talent, but now they're legends. But you know that that's how black art is. That's how black art is, and I feel like at this point in time, we're, like, it's detrimental to 
the culture mm-hmm. because we're not putting back into it what we got out of it. Mm. So for you say, oh, there's no, they don't have talent. It's like, and then just leaving it there. Yeah, you left it there, but you didn't acknowledge the people who do have talent and who are like, I'm sorry, you can't tell me Layla Hathaway don't have talent Hello? at all. Like you can't like let us big jazzy. Listen, Jasmine, let us see you. So to so to that. Who are some new people that you're listening to? Like, what are you listening to right now? Oh, my God. Um, Jamisha Bennett, who is um, Ann Nesby's daughter. Y'all know Ann Nesby. Oh, baby, the one that's married to uh, Kitara and Tuzman. I wish that women would stop marrying him. mother or whatever. Uh-huh. She has a new song I love. Um, the OJs have a new song I love. That's like new music that came out. But new artists. Ari Lennox is my girl. Like, She's I am that girl. Duke alum. Listen, I loved her when I heard the whole Fall EP, mm. but when I saw her at Essence Fest on stage with Shaka Khan, Mary you were there? Yeah. No, I, was, I wasn't there, but oh. I saw the video. I, it saves the MP3 on my and phone. And Shaka was like, yeah, because all of them like, was on stage. Like, and Shaka was yeah, and Shaka mind. didn't know nobody's name. She, <laughs> but hey, baby. She yeah, literally did baby. that to her. Yeah, it was like... Layla laughed. Yeah, it was like... <laughs> Seeing her do that, I was like, okay, this is a younger artist that the I want the Marys and the Jasmines and mm-hmm. the Shakas to be pouring into her because you got it. And Ari actually can really sing. She it can, can she bell. Can really sing. I played. Oh, I, I have posted an old song that she put out in like 2012 or something mm-hmm. crazy like that on my on my IG. And music was like, oh my god, what's that? And I was like, back when Ari used to scream, Listen, mm-hmm. like sing, sing. But it's like her. Um, I like Jack Freeman. I like Leon Bridges. Um, I'm trying to think of like newer people I like. Mm. All the people that they're not using like that they should people, be. Basically people that are not like on the radio or like really popular. It's like these people got it. Like, not to say that people on the radio don't have it, but there are other the people and other styles that we should like pay attention to, but they're not. I get it. I, I, I mean, you preach it to the choir when Hello. you come to that part. Like, I get it. So, how can people find you, follow you, support you, love on you, slide in your DMs? Oh, so I'm on every social media platform as EB4Prez, E-B, the number four, and then Prez is P-R-E-Z as in zebra. Um, Facebook, Instagram, Twitter, Snapchat, Spotify, Mixcloud, SoundCloud, I'm on everything. That's how y'all can find me. I got mixes on Mixcloud. I got playlists on SoundCloud, playlists on Spotify. Uh, my website is www.ebforpress.com. And you can email me at eb at ebforpress.com. But I'm on everything as ebforpress. Easy. We love straight and clean brands. Right, 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 right. <laughs> you know... Well, we appreciate you for coming Thank on. Thank you so much. You guys are great. Thank you this for supporting fun. trivia the way you have. Thank you for the Always. work you're doing through your site. And uh, hopefully, we can reconvene. This is a really good. Uh, mm-hmm. this I'm is sure really that you taught the listeners a lot. It's so many names that I know people are gonna be googling. And that's Google thing, them. And that's one thing about people listening to our podcast; they're open to learning. Yeah, that's what I so love. So that's why we had to have you on here because you are literally like you have your PhD in black music. Yeah. With a concentration in Mary. Ah! <laughs> With a concentration in Mary. And Erica. Erica and Mary is where the concentration lies, but yes. Thank you again. You guys are great. Thank y'all. This is a great show. Oh. Blue. 
And that's that. I don't like that blue. <laughs> <laughs>